I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You uh, you use the Calm app, right? Oh, my God. you subscribe God. to that it still? Is, bro, you like it, I huh? have a lifetime subscription. What does that mean, lifetime? I paid a one-time fee, and I get the app. How much is that? It was a lot. Like what? Because we... <sighs> like hundreds or like a thousand? No, like hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah, because they had this one-time sale because I use the Calm app every single day. Right. And instead of doing the monthly subscription or yearly, yeah. they had this one-time deal. It was like $300. I think it was 300 bucks. Yeah. And, lifetime. And you get a lifetime subscription. <laughs> so and it's for us in our house. Like my wife and I both use it <clears throat> every single day. So I'm like, yo, worth it. Celebs partnering up with the Calm app is the new, uh, it's the new thing. It's the new brand. And we've heard some great ones before. So McConaughey, when he was out promoting his book and doing all this other stuff, he partnered with the Calm app. Yeah. And um, I guess what, like was just he just like talks to you and gets you going. And- it's like a 25-minute uh, sleep story. Okay. And this is the one I've told the story before where three times I tried to listen to the McConaughey sleep story on the Calm app. Right. And within the first two and a half, three minutes, during the intro, like, he's just like, hey, it's Matthew McConaughey, here's what's going to happen, right? Yeah. I fall asleep. So I don't even get to the story. So just so you know, the, the reason we're talking about this is because Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello both partnered just now with the Calm app. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so here's a little bit of McConaughey to give you a taste of what, what a celeb does on there. Starlight casts a soft glow across the room, mm. giving faint detail to the shapes of a comforting place. A troop of stuffed animals piled in the corner, organized from big at the bottom to tiny at the top. Oh, my God. Stock of prized possessions sat on Zoe's shelves. Dinosaur figurines, picture books, and a papier-mâché giraffe. Dog, okay. I feel so relaxed okay. already. I uh, love this Okay, stuff. remember oh the Harry God. Styles ones? So play a little bit of Harry Styles. I wonder if my wife listened to this one already. Because mm-hmm. at first she was like, I heard it first. <laughs> Wives don't listen to the Harry Styles Calm app. They use the Harry Styles Calm app. Okay, you stop. Hello. <laughs> Just saying. I'm Harry Styles. And tonight, I'm going to help you drift off to sleep. Yeah, this is the one. I told her it wasn't available Some on the app yet. Words. Yeah. I'm sure she found it. In and calming time. music. A sleep story. Oh my God, this is so nice. 
Yeah. Just for you. So then we'll get to Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez. And Sha- now this isn't their example of what they're doing. This is them sort of announcing what they're doing. But oh. you get a sense of how they sound. And so you tell me where Sean, you think that Sean Mendez falls into this world. Every morning I wake up, meditate, and prepare my mind before starting my day. I've learned that mindset is so important. It's the key to my growth, not just as a musician, but as a person overall. This is why I've partnered with Calm to bring mindfulness and meditation to as many of you as possible. I'm Sean Mendez. Listen to my stories and learn how mindfulness has helped me on the stage and off. So this is their their Breathe Into It um, uh, series that they're doing on relaxation on the Calm app. I see it on the app right now. Okay. But uh, they're not, there's nothing there yet. No, okay. Uh, Now listen to Camila Cabello. To someone who's struggling right now, you are not alone. Okay, too loud. A couple years ago, I discovered something that has changed everything for me. Yeah, you're not talking quiet enough. Like, listen to everybody else. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Read the room. Yeah. It's a daily practice that has helped me become more peaceful and present. No. It's helped me work through anxiety. And it's just kind of making me a better person in a thousand little ways every no, day. No, stop. You no, stop, no, no, no. stop, stop. This stop, is Camila, stop, stop. and I'm hoping to share oh, the like tools the of mental name, wellness right? with as many people as we can. Camila. I love you, and I'm sending you a lot of love. Ah, okay, Man, I understand just, what it is. Just dial it back do, a little, right? But dial yes, it back. I don't need to have a conversation, which is no. what she's doing. I need to be relaxed. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I need to hear. This is your dream, eh, Maury? Soft glow across the room. Is this your dream? Your dream come true? Detailed to, the to get partnered with the, the combat? Come in here for a second. Oh, God. A troop of stuffed animals piled in the corner. Yeah, this is your dream. I don't know if I could do that because I, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I auditioned a, once for voice on tape for the, for the blind. Okay. Yeah, no, not deaf, blind. Yeah. Um, where I, I went into the audition, but I kept screwing up, so I didn't get right. the gig. But this is your this is your dream, though, right? To do Are the comment? I would love that. You would. Absolutely. But why do you, because you, you, nobody loves their voice as much as Damon Warren loves his voice. Oh, we yeah. know I that. love my voice. Did Back. you just say that? <laughs> nobody listens as little as Damon Warren does either. <laughs> um. So what do you have more? Is this have, one of the uh, actual stories? This is a bedtime story I found. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Okay, you want to give it a go here real quick? Okay, Mocha, close your eyes. Oh, yeah, let's see. Okay, Mocha, you use the Calm app. So sit, sit your, can you sit? I don't know if you can sit. Do you got your chair there or something like that? You want me to lie down on the floor? Oh, What's my that? God, yeah. No, or lean back no, in your no, chair. No, I would, I have made a rule to never lie down on the floor in the same room as Maury. So I would suggest you sit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes, too. We barely made it through the door. Rick slammed it behind us and pushed me up against the wall. Quieter, quieter. He pulled my leg. Is this a sex story? It's an erotic bedtime story. No, no, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 Dude, no, no, no. That no, no. is We're not, not doing the calm that. app. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, that's not the calm app. He pulled my leg around him and suddenly he was holding me against the wall. No, 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 I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm stressed. Also in that voice, it's like it doesn't work. You can't do sexy, man. We've told you like year after year after year yeah, that you, you, you sound can't. Like you killer. sound like a serial killer. He pulled down my lacy undies. No, no. No, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? It's a bedtime story. No, it's not a bedtime story. First of all, Maury and erotica are two things yeah. that will never go together. <laughs> like never, never, never go together. Yeah, I will not be subscribing no. to more erotica. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Uh, did you see this video? Okay, so I'm going to play. Uh, you can play this for you. It's a, it's a, a, a clip of four kids sitting around on Zoom, right? Like four young-ish teenagers, okay? Okay. Classmates. They're all hanging out. They're all hanging out on Zoom. So what you're going to hear is you're going to hear a bunch of different voices, mm-hmm. okay? And you're going to hear a mom come in and say bedtime. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to hear a girl's voice. The the mom is the mom of the boy, mm-hmm. but then the other people talking are all just reacting to that mom saying that her son has to go to bed and she's like right in the frame and like gets her face like right into the guy's camera okay okay so take a listen to this everybody done with all their classes everybody good Uh, it's time for bed it's time for bed it's not even eight yet well it's his bedtime not my little prince not mommy (laughs) oh no hey guys i think it's time for me to log off so good night oh no Good night, my little prince. That's a lot of his friends goofing on him. So the mom mom leans right into the camera and goes, well, it's his bedtime. And then she grabs his head, kisses his forehead and goes, good night, my little prince. And then he in front of his friends is like, good night, mommy. And then one of his, (laughs) and and then one of his friends is like, good night, my little prince. So listen to it again now. Good night, my little prince. Everybody done with all their classes? Everybody good? It's time for bed. It's time for bed. It's not even eight yet. Well, it's his bedtime. Oh, damn. Not my little prince. Not mommy. Oh, no. Hey, guys, I think it's time for me to log off. (laughs) You think? Good night. Good night, my little prince. (laughs) (laughs) Horrifying. (sighs) Horrifying. This poor kid. Oh, that hurts, huh? Oh, jeez. That hurt? Yes. But it's only 8 o'clock. Well, it's his bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) She said it with such force. Right. But you have to see it. She gets like, she leans right down and does like the mom lean, right? Well, it's his bedtime. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's so great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you see that TikTok video last week of the woman who posted a photo that her boyfriend sent to her of a hotel room he's like out on business or wherever he's doing something without her right okay it's like oh baby i miss you i wish you were here with me cool but it was one of those photos because uh with apple on the iphone it was one of those live photos so if you press your finger on it Mm -hmm. for a couple of seconds then you'll see oh yeah 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 yeah. photo move like it's an actual video yeah those are wild so that's the future right there. So I get he sent it to her being like, oh, baby, I miss you. I wish you were here with me. Right. Okay, yeah. So she clicks on the live photo. Right. And on the bottom, I guess it would be the bottom left of the screen. Yeah. Right. You see this next woman, this next girl, like fall backwards onto the bed. Oh, <laughs> A big smile on her face. No. Yeah. Oh, Caught a man no. cheating just like that. Oh no! <laughs> so he sent her a picture of an empty bed, being like, "Baby, I miss you." And Here, then she it. pressed on the f- she pressed on the photo when another woman flopped on the bed. Yeah, look, 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 oh, look, look, this look, is look, not look. right. Oh no! <laughs> got him. <laughs> oh, and she looks so happy yeah, too. You got busted, son. <laughs> oh, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the other thing too is that when that when the the mystery woman flops on the bed, yeah. she doesn't flop on the middle of the bed. She flops on the left side of the bed, which means that she has a side with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's already right? established. Oh, that's a hell of a way to find out. <laughs> I know. Also, why go through the lengths? Like if you are, this is why people are so dumb, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're cheating, right? Like, you know, you're cheating. So uh -huh. you're in a hotel room. You're so racked with guilt that you're cheating and you're so confident that you're never going to get caught. So you feel that you have to do all these little things, right? You, you think that somehow sending your wife a picture of an empty hotel bed saying, baby, I miss you is going to alleviate any worry that she may have, right? right? Like, why? what are you doing? Like, why even do that? Why even send that picture? You're obviously about to get down a business with some other woman, and yet your immediate thought is to cover tracks that don't actually even exist. Totally. Right? Yeah. He wanted to come off like the good guy. Yes. So that his girl back home is like, yes. oh my God, this guy's so yes. amazing. He's thinking about me while he's on this yeah, trip. Because when he's with her, when boyfriend is with the girl in the hotel room, he yeah. is going to feel so terrible. And the only thing, no, the not, only thing, no, but no, no, no. But the only thing that's going to make him feel better is knowing that there's a woman in the world that thinks he's great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That she's back home thinking, oh, my God, that just made my day. So he thinks that he did a good thing. And then Hoochie Mama hears the reward. Yeah. Right. And I'm not kind of, I don't know if she's a Hoochie. Maybe she doesn't even know the man's got a, 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 a another another woman back home. I'm not blaming the woman here, but I'm just saying that guys are dumb. Yeah. Like that's like, how do you stop that on your phone? By the way, <laughs> I, and I'm not saying because I cheat. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it because I cheat. But I'm saying that 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 sometimes, man, that is dangerous in any situation. Like sometimes you send a picture to like your boss or something that you know. And this is why I use an iPhone six. It doesn't take those photos. It doesn't do that. That's on right. The iPhone on the iPhone six and older. Mo, mo, whenever Maury takes a picture, honestly, it looks like he's emailing you a Polaroid. Yeah. Like, it looks like <laughs> it he's really emailing does. you a picture that he took of a Polaroid. Yeah. Like, they're the, the worst. worst pictures, the worst uh, pictures safe, ever. But safe. Yeah, you're never going to get caught. You're not doing anything, Maury, <laughs> no, for yeah. God's sake. Come on. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So, you know how every day is like a national whatever, whatever day? Yep. Today, apparently, it is National No Dishes Day. What does that mean? When you're supposed to tackle that pile that's been sitting in your sink, and you're also encouraged to avoid more dishes by ordering food and supporting a local business. That part, I'm down with. I hate having dishes in the sink. Hate it. I will always load up the dishwasher as much, much as I can, and anything that's left in the sink, try to wash, try, put away. Catherine just doesn't like things in the sink full stop. Like, if, if something is dirty, it has to go on the counter. It can't go in the sink. What? Yeah, she won't no. put it in the sink. Because if it's in the sink, it's going to stay there forever. If something's if dirty, the... if something's dirty, it gets rinsed, and yeah. then it goes on the counter, stacked right on top of where the dishwasher is, so it's ready to go for next for when you as soon as you empty it. Stuff doesn't go in the sink because then stuff gets wet, and it's not it's not a good scene when you leave stuff in the sink. There's stuff in the, that I'll leave in this. I'll do some dishes, but there's stuff I refuse to clean, like the garlic press. I don't know how to clean that. You mean you don't know how? Yeah, you do. It's easy. No, there's like little crevices. Yeah. So what? You've never dealt with that before. <laughs> A poll of a thousand people looked at the. Oh, see, Maury's got a giant pimple right there on his neck that I'm staring see. at oh. right now. Oh crap! You're, you can see it, Maury. Sure. It on, looks like you have a conjoined side? twin. <laughs> conjoined oh, no. twin. What's look his at, name? Look at that! Oh, and you can tell he's, he's so angry. You've been like, 
strewn with it all day. Because the stuff won't come out. <laughs> okay, dishes. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. Got sidetracked. Dishes. We should all wash them, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Let's all wash our dishes. A poll of a thousand people looked at the top foods that we order to avoid doing dishes. Right. Things that you can eat with your hands or I, eat out of the, the wrapper or out of the box that it shows up in. Right. You want to take a guess? Yeah. Lauren, can you turn around, please? Or leave. Yeah, oh. I can't stare at that big thing, man. And talk about food. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't 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 make me You're don't make me, me feel bad. Don't make me talk about <laughs> well, if you get a big giant pimple right there on your neck, okay? Don't start squeezing it at work. I can tell right now you have no tissue in that room. Oh gross. This okay. Is so, gross. so where are you putting it when you squeeze no. it? When I you're didn't sitting there, here. I squeezed it in the car Ma- on the way here. Maury, that is such a that thing is angry and recently angry. Okay. When you came in here, your shirt was all pulled over like your dad just trying to stop you from crossing the street. <laughs> Okay? This is so gross. Okay? That thing is newly angry, and I know you've been in there all morning screwing around with it. What are we going to name it? So where where did you put it? I didn't know. What are you you wiping it on? My pants. Okay. Thank you. Now we can talk about food. (laughs) Anyway, according to the the thousand people that were surveyed. Pizza? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. This is number one on the list, followed by french fries, chicken wings, tacos, burgers, fried chicken, mozzarella sticks, burritos, egg rolls, and hot dogs. There you go. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So it's chicken dance day. Oh, okay. And Dob, oh, here comes Maury. I th- and again, I just think that every year it's a troll job. So Maury was like, every year he reminds us that it's Chicken Dance Day. You know the Chicken Dance, yeah, right? That one. Thank you. Yeah. And and every year, damn it, Maury tries, and every year, damn it, Maury absolutely fails to do the. Simple moves involved in doing the chicken dance. It's very difficult. And I had said to him, I was like, listen, if you're going to do it this year, actually practice. Like, it would be amazing if you actually pulled off one year, like, the perfect chicken dance, and then we can sort of just put this away. Because if you go through the years of Dammit Maury attempting to do the chicken dance, I think that he purposely doesn't learn the moves because then he just always gets to come in and... Act the fool. And screw it up? Right. No, I do try. It's you, a very difficult coordinated yeah, okay, move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you want to go and relive a few before we get into oh, this? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you have there? Uh, I have here from 2018. Okay. Cheap, 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 cheap. Wing, 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 wiggle, 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 clap, 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 clap. Cheap, 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 cheap. Wing, 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 wiggle, 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 clap, 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 clap. Cheap, 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 cheap. Wiggle, 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 clap, clap, wing, wing. No. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, so that was 2018 where he screwed it up big time. Yeah. And then we have 2019. Completely, completely off. It's beat actually as getting well. worse the yeah. longer, it, <laughs> the more, the more years he does it, he gets, he gets worse. Last year. Wing, 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 clap, 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 wing, wing, no, wing, 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 clap, 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 so it is, and I think every year he's just adding like another move. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what are the moves, Maury? Okay, so you're going cheap, 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 cheap. Right. Wing, 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 wing. Right. 
twist, 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 twist. Right. Clap, 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 clap. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. But I okay. swear to God, in one of those, you said wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Oh, okay. So twist, twist, twist could be wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Okay. Okay. So uh, are you ready to attempt? Finally. Chicken Dance 2021, Maury? Honest, honestly, did you practice this week? Yes. Last night. So no, just last night. <laughs> did you see his face when I asked yeah, if you practiced? Watch. I'm going to ask him again. Maury, did you practice this week? Yes. Yes. Last night. <laughs> Oh, we're going. Okay. Oh, God. Wing, 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 clap. Wait, wait, no. Okay. Start again. No. Keep okay. Going. Oh, okay. Cheap, 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 cheap. Wing, 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 wing. Twist, twist, wiggle, wiggle. Clap, 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 clap. Wing, 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 wing. No. <laughs> okay. Cheap. Whoa. Okay. Cheap, 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 cheap. Wing, 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 wing. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Clap, clap. Clap, cheap, 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 wing, 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 wiggle, what? Cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> <laughs> wing, 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 wiggle, wiggle, wing, wing. No, cheap, 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 wing, 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 wiggle, 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 wiggle. Clap, 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 clap. Cheap, 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 wing, 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 wiggle, 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 wiggle. It's like clap, he's not even clap, listening clap, to the clap. music. <laughs> You're like, so, you've been so far off the music. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> Everybody. Wing, peek, cheap, cheap, wing, 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 wiggle, 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 clap, 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 wing, 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 cheap, cheap. <laughs> I thought I had it. Okay. Cheap, 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 wing, 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 wiggle, 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 clap, 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 clap. Cheap, 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 wing, 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 wiggle, 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 clap, 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 clap. Yay! No? Oh, and then you turn yourself around. Okay. It's not the hokey pokey, man. That's a different day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was driving behind, I don't know, some guy had a, you know, one of those cars... That sounds like a combination between, like, a speedboat and a chainsaw, uh-huh. and it's, like, super low to the ground. Yeah. Looks like a cobra on its back. Mm-hmm. Yellow with, like, decals all over the side and stuff. Well, you I know, took notes. You know the kind of guy, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you're on the highway, they come screaming up behind you. Sure. Darting in and out of traffic. So I'm on the, I'm on the 401 yesterday, like on the, and I see this guy darting in and out, just being a total a-hole, right? Yeah. Like, so fast. And uh, furious. F- what well, I furious, all of it, right? Yeah. Living one quarter mile at a time. Yep. And freaking people out. Like, every time he goes past somebody and hits the acceleration, his car is so loud that everybody around him hits on the brakes because you think something just fell from the sky. Totally. That kind of car, right? Yeah. Your heart stops for a second. <clears throat> Your heart stops for a second. So this guy is just weaving in and out. And then down the 401. Then on to the DVP. And I go south on the DVP. Tons of traffic, everything else. All the way down the DVP. Mm-hmm. All the way across the gardener. Oh, right? no. Okay. So here's so you got to deal with this. No, 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 no. I, I see him on the 401, right? Uh-huh. I don't really see him after that. You oh. can hear it every now. I don't really see him after that. So even when you're this on guy, 401 DVP, Gardner, bro, you can still hear the car. Yeah. This guy is in such Damn. a rush and uh-huh. he's making everybody's lives miserable. Yeah. Miserable. 
darting in and out. Nobody's going fast enough for this guy, right? Uh-huh. Like, it's the kind of guy where you can tell, like, his car looks frustrated. All right, I couldn't see in his windows, but the, <laughs> his car his, his car looked frustrated at all sure. of us because we just weren't doing it right. Uh-huh. So all the way down the 401, all the way down to the DVP, all the way across the Gardner, I get to, like, the west end of the Gardner where okay. I have to get off yesterday. I exit off the Gardner after doing 401 DVP all the way across the Gardner. On the exit ramp yeah, is that guy and me right behind him. No. I stayed in the same lane the whole time. Yeah. Didn't even change. It nothing. always happens that way, though. Nothing. It always happens I that way. I did nothing exceptional on my drive home. I know. Zero. I know. Zero. This guy was like Maverick in Top Gun school, right? Like darting in and out of everybody. Yes. When it came to exiting the highway 30 minutes later, whatever it was, yep. I was directly behind him. Yep. It always happens that way. Right? We have these douchebags who are on the road driving erratically. Yeah. Right? Or, it, it, like, yeah. it doesn't even have to be on the, but on the here's highway. My, here's my it question. It on the main road, and you get to, like, a red light. Yeah. And you pull up either behind, right behind or them. right next to the person. Yes. yes. So here's my, que- here's my question. If you, you don't have to give us your name, but if you are one of those, I don't know, say, a-holes. Yeah. Right? But if you are one of those a-holes that drives like that, when you get finally get to that exit, do you think you won? Absolutely. Do you really? Yes. If that person did not recognize your car. Right. Didn't know that you were in the mix way back yes. when, 30 minutes yeah. before. Like you get off the highway thinking you made good time? Absolutely. You that think person so, did. huh? Yes. Right. That person probably thought if I had stayed in the same lane that I was originally in and right. kept up with the pace of traffic, yeah. I would have been 15 minutes later. Right. 15 minutes right. behind. It's like Maury. Maury screams out of the parking garage here in his yeah. Yaris. Squeal, like tires screeching, right? I know. Squeals out of the parking lot. We've gone down at the same time before. I get in the truck, I turn the radio on and put my seatbelt on, check to see if Catherine texted me, put the phone away, put the truck in drive, everything else. Yeah. I am always directly behind Maury at that first stoplight. Of course. Right? I'm the first car behind him at that first stoplight. But do you think you won at that point? You do, Maury. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's my question because I didn't know. Like when you get off the highway when you're one of those guys, do you think you won? Yes. Yes. Yes is the answer. Yes is the answer. It's interesting to me. Nice car, though. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Troy. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Um, I'm trying to fulfill my dreams and everything around me seems like a trying to stop me. Yeah, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, you're trying real hard to be successful and have great ambitions, but there are people in my life that for some reason keep trying to bring me down and crap on my dreams. How can yes. I handle them knowing they have to be in my life? Who are you talking about? Your parents? Yeah, my parents, uh, my friends, I guess other people in the same industry as me. So what is it that so you're everybody. trying to, like, what's this dream of yours? I'm trying to become a rapper. So I will say, so you're telling everybody, and, and I'm all for dreams, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but you're telling everybody you know. So they're encouraging you to what? To sort of find a career and get good at something and get stable and then also work on music on the side. And if something happens, then that's great. But at least you, quote unquote, have something to fall back on, right? Like, is that the sort of thing? Um, in a sense, but it's more or less people just don't want me to become that person. Oh, okay. They don't want you to be a rapper. 
Yeah. Okay. Why don't they want you to be a rapper? I guess they just had different visions for me and different different thoughts for themselves that they wanted me to become something else. That okay. I just no disrespect, Troy, but is there a chance that you're just not good? Um. And people are saying this as like honestly, in a polite in a polite way to not hurt your feelings. Honestly, I'm pretty confident in myself. Yeah. Okay. From let me let me flip this and and get it from a, a different point of view here okay okay the you know how difficult it is like what level rapper do you want to be do you want to be somebody who still needs to have a job on weekends or do you want to be drake uh like drake like okay. drake okay so i'm gonna so i will say this getting to that level okay in show business in music and in, in in anything the yep. the odds are so stacked against you regardless of talent okay it yeah. is it is like it's a it's it's like winning the lottery. So Honestly. so so you may be you may be talented, you may be all this stuff, you may have all the tools. But when your parents say to you, "What's your plan, man? Like what are you what are you doing for the future?" Imagine if you went to them and said, "I don't need to work because I'm going to win the lottery." And that was your career goal. It's understandable, but at the same time I've always felt like if you chase your dreams hard enough, absolutely. Absolutely. But why is then, why is everyone in your life, because you said your family, your friends, and people in the industry, okay, are all telling you not to do it. Why is it that everybody in your life is telling you not to do it? What is their reason for telling you not to do it? What do they say to you? Um, it's more or less, I guess I'm just a different type of person. But what does that mean? I don't, I don't feel like I need to do certain things to accomplish my dreams. I just, like I feel what? like if I have the belief in my own religion and my own belief that I can stay my goals, no matter how difficult and how challenging everything gets around. Believing in the Bible, understanding and learning that like some things may not have just always been my fault. So, so God's going to make it happen for you then, right? That's exactly what I believe. Okay. Mm -hmm. what's, where's the, what's the example of that? Is there, is there a comparable... As far as I'm concerned, I'm not too sure, but I believe that my belief and my faith and everything that I want to chase is just going to lead me to the right, right direction. So okay. I, I will say that your faith and your determination, all of that, is one part of it, okay? It is, it's, one, it's one small part of it. You have to have that drive, and wherever you get that drive from, whether it's religion or your beliefs, whatever, that's, that's completely personal to you. That is one small part of it. But in order to be a success, there are many other things that fall way far outside of belief, man, that you're going to have to do. You can't, you're not going to sit around and get tapped on the shoulder and somebody's going to go, you're next. It's not yeah. going to happen. What are you doing to make this happen? You doing shows? You got a SoundCloud? Uh, uh, no, I have my stuff on YouTube. Okay. Are you on IG? Uh, yes, I am. What's your IG? Troy JBS. Okay. So listen, man, if you, you know, you have it in your heart, you have it in your mind that you want to be a rapper, right? Then why does yeah. it matter what everybody else says? Just continue with this. But what I will say is have a backup plan because if this doesn't work, then what? You got a, is it, you got a song in there called Find Me? Yeah, yes, I do. That's yeah. Me. Okay, hold on here. I'm going to turn me up here, Mocha. If you're my bro, then you're my brother. We gon' die together. I feel your presence in my heart and it could last forever. I know you're feeling better days. I hope you ride the weather. And if you're ever feeling cold, I hope you find my sweater. Yeah, I hope you find my sweater. I hope you find my sweater. Yeah, I hope you find my sweater. Mocha. 
I mean, it could use a little bit of work, Troy. Yeah, you think so? Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of the sing-songy type hip-hop. Yeah. Right? A lot of the mumble rap kind of stuff that's going on. I don't mind it when that's Drake fair. does it because Drake does it fantastic. You've only yeah. been at this for like two, three years. I think you need to work on the craft a little bit more. I don't think you're being honest with him, Mocha. It's not for me. Like, if I if this popped up on a playlist, I'd hit skip right away. <laughs> I'm just being real, Troy. Yeah, man, no, honestly, reality reality is, is okay to me. I also have my own belief, and I'm, I think I think it's actually really good. I'm going to say, after, after listening to your track, you're going to need a whole lot more than, than God. Uh, tell, trust me. Trust me. That's not good enough. I'm gonna keep my beliefs. No, no, no. I'm saying keep your beliefs, okay? But your 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 level of beliefs mixed with the track that we just heard. Yeah. Okay. One of them is not strong enough, and I don't think it's your beliefs. I think that you believe in yourself incredibly, but the track needs work. Yeah. Keep working on the craft. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. You uh. See the clip of those two kids getting vaccinated and flexing on television? What? No. How did okay. I miss this? Nah, I don't know. Because, well, the, the problem is that they started vaccinating people 12 and up, right? Yeah. So normally when the news crews go out and they do these stories on the, the lineups and everything else, they're, they're, they're talking to adults. Sure. Who are at least trying to take things a tiny little bit serious, yeah. right? 12-year-olds don't take anything seriously. No, everything's a right? joke. Yeah, and you put a camera in front of their face, and they're going to flex, right? Of course. They're, they're going to they're gonna do their thing. So here's a, we got two clips here. Here's, here's the first one. Doing my part, you know, we're all trying to work towards the reopening. You know, it's a hot, hot boy summer. Hot boys get vaccinated. Pfizer <laughs> gang, you know. Pfizer gang. Get, only bodies get Pfizer. Uh, you're not get vaccinated Pfizer, or else you're a weirdo. You have to get vaccinated. Only <laughs> get vaccinated, you know? We all, we all need to do our part so that Canada can get back on track. It's yeah. got to be summer, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah hot I boy can, summer. I can dig that, yeah. though. Okay, hot boy we summer. We have to do what we got to do so we can get back on track. That's a smart kid here. right there. Uh, my name is Jorge. Um, you know, I'm excited to get my vaccine. If you don't get your vaccine, you're a waste man. So get vaccinated, you know. Just do your part. Man. Pfizer gang, you know. <laughs> Pfizer gang. Yeah, that's, a, that's the most Toronto thing. <laughs> Pfizer I gang. I love it. I love it. You're a waste man. <laughs> so stupid. Yo, but people Dummies. didn't have a hard time booking. No, not this at all. This 18-plus no, situation, right? Yeah. Or parents for their kids. Because they're saying, uh, what is it, 12 to 15 yeah. can get vaccinated. People didn't have a problem. No, no. Based on what I saw yeah. online, right? Well, you didn't, yeah. You, and normally you hear the, you see the outrage bubble up to the top kind of thing, right? Yeah. When everything starts going wrong. Uh, but yeah, so what, now that the 12-year-old's hot boy summer. Look out. Right? Look out. Yeah. <laughs> if a 12-year-old is standing there, <laughs> why are you getting vaccinated hot boy summer? I'm 12. It's so crazy. And it's how so have, crazy. How have the news folk not figured out? That stuff like this is going to happen. Of course. they. I think that they knew. Like they had, you have to, you have to know that you're going to walk in line and somebody sends you out to talk throw, to kids. Throw some entertainment in there. Yeah, it's going to happen. You know, a, kid, a little ute is going to spit yeah. out. Yeah. They didn't Waste cut away. Like they, they didn't. No, oh, not. no. He, he wasn't swearing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, he was they're just, just fun. He's, Whatever. Yeah. He's talking smack. It's all yeah. good, though. Uh, but no. So that is like, God, 12 years. Like that's now. Like, my kid is just on the other side of being able to get a shot, right? Because she's right. 11. So she's uh -huh. just, like, just on the other side of that. My whole, my my actual family, the whole house is going to be vaccinated. How old, are like, your, how old are your brothers? 
My brothers are 16 and 17. And do they get their shot yet or no? They have an appointment. They do. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. What are they getting? Do you know? FISA? Probably are they FISA. FISA gang? FISA gang. Because they don't want to be waste man. Right. <laughs> at all. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Did you see Chris Rock on uh, Tonight Show last night? I did not. Oh, my God. First of all, Chris Rock's the best. I do like him. Um, but I guess that now that they're having in-studio guests, mm-hmm. they got to sit, like, really far apart. Like, they got to oh, do all man. the weirdo COVID protocols. Yeah, of course. Even if you're fully vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and there's no better person to sit in that chair way far off than uh, than Chris Rock. Wait, how far am I away from you? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Wow. <laughs> do I need a, a, a bus transfer to, <laughs> to answer the question? We got a walkie-talkie. What the hell? Yeah, this is it, man. What? This ain't a talk show. This is a yell show. <laughs> How are you doing? It's a holler show. Yeah, it is. What uh, the hell is uh, going I, on? I, this is my it? first COVID talk show. Yeah, it's bizarre. Wow. But they test me coming in. I, you know, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm two shots rock. That's what they call me. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> See, that's sometimes. Two shots rock, baby. Two shots rock. Yeah. You know, and you know, besides this little foot growing out my, <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> you don't even notice it. You don't even notice. Yeah, it. just a tiny foot growing out my. <laughs> but I oh, put a little footy yeah, on it. You, and you it, got the Moderna? I got the I got the Johnson and Johnson. The, oh yeah, yeah. That's the food stamps of vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what's so weird is you don't hear too much about Johnson and Johnson. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because we, we can't get we it can't here, right? We can't get it here, yeah. no. But like, yeah. in a, you only hear, and maybe it's because just we're in Canada, where you only yeah. hear Moderna, Pfizer. But even on social, you never hear somebody going, got my no, J&J, no, right? No. all. Nobody. So Chris Rock got yeah. two shots. It's like, it. you get that from a guy on the street. So I, <laughs> I wonder <laughs> now... So Chris Rock is like the first, or it was his first visit yeah. back to a, a talk show yeah. sitting socially distanced. Yeah. Like, I wonder how soon like they'll get some- back to, God, like, man. will they decrease the distance until it's back to normal? Well, here, like, what do you do? Well, this is my, this is like, do they gradually decrease That's it? That's what I mean, yeah. And so, like, we don't notice it. Like, if you watch the show all the time, it's like every day they just move that chair over another inch, and then yeah. eventually you're like, hey, wait a second, things started to look normal again. Or is it, like, all at once when some... Because I, I think the problem is, is that nobody knows when to call it, right? Yeah. Like, nobody knows... Like, okay, you're like, okay, Fallon's got both his shots, Chris Rock's got both his shots, and you still want to keep everybody safe, but, like, you can still sit on a bus. It's weird, right? Yeah. So you're like, at what point? But nobody wants to be the first one because nobody wants the heat, right? No, especially Maybe Jimmy when... Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has had so much heat oh, on yeah. him that nobody wants the heat. Nobody wants to watch Jimmy Fallon and then tweet about it and say, why are you sitting so close to Chris Rock? Nobody wants that kind of heat. Maybe when all the states, or especially New York City, where the Fallon show is, uh, the mask mandate has been... Lifted completely everywhere, right? Even still, because then somebody's going to say, well, you got to be an example for the rest of the country. You know, you have to do all this. So then they got to wait for all of the U.S. I don't know. I don't. I don't to have know. Everything open? That's I don't crazy. Know. I, I just. I. I. I don't know when you start calling things. Like when. Like who's going to be the first? Because it's not going to be. It's not going to be Jimmy Fallon who's the first because yeah. he doesn't want that kind of heat. Totally. It'll be. It'll be somebody else. But as it is right now, it's like even the View. They're all still working from home. 
or they're, they all, really? or they're all wow. scattered all over the studio wherever they oh, are. Wow. But they're not sitting at a desk yet. And the view's in New York. Is it New York? Yeah, yeah. They're not sitting at a desk yet. Where's the talk? The talk is in, in LA. LA. Yeah. And they're, they're still, all scattered well, out too. Damn. Eight feet apart or whatever yeah. it is. You need a gym to shoot these shows <laughs> yeah, in now. Totally. You really do. Yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy. But I don't know who's gonna be the first to do it. Who's gonna who's gonna be the first to sort of say, okay, we're gonna try this going back to normal. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, it's not gonna be Jimmy Fallon. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, I'm dying over here. Dying of? Um, laughter. Okay. On Reddit, somebody asked this question, right? Mm-hmm. A mystery man approaches you offering $1,000 if you can make him laugh. What's your joke? So the reason why I'm laughing is some of these jokes that people are writing, okay? Okay, yeah. What's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? What? People in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do! <laughs> <laughs> What if that guy's never seen the Flintstones, though? <laughs> right? A it's bear a and a rabbit are pooping in the forest. This bear turns to the rabbit and says, do you have a problem with poo sticking on your fur? No, answered the rabbit. So the bear wipes his butt with the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a boomerang that doesn't work? What? A stick. <laughs> I once saw a man swimming in the sea, frantically waving his arms. Help! Shark! Help! He was shouting, and I could only laugh. I knew the shark wasn't going to help him. wow what's the the difference between a bmw and a hedgehog what a hedgehog has the pricks on the outside (laughs) you can really substitute any car with that joke that's a like that's that joke's universal uh i bought a fresh pair of kicks off my drug dealer i don't know what he laced them with but i've been tripping all week oh god no, no. I have an alphabet hand grenade. Any moment, it could spell disaster. No, you're not getting my money with that one. No. Again, somebody posted on Reddit, a mysterious man approaches you offering $1,000 if you can make him laugh. What's your joke? Two more to read, okay? Okay. What does the Titanic and the Sixth Sense have in common? What? I see dead people. What? Oh, God. I see dead people. Okay. <laughs> Okay, last I don't know, one. man. I don't know. I don't know. One more. One more. I don't know. This one will get you. Okay. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? What? Supplies! <laughs> no? No, you're not getting my money. No, not no. that one. Maury, what's a, what's a haymaker, Maury? What's your haymaker? Who are you on the phone with? We're doing the show. Get off the phone. <laughs> Who are you on the phone with? <laughs> That's funny. Now you get my $1,000. Thank you. Who are you on the phone with? <laughs> People. You're talking you're like you're talking on the telephone while we're doing the show. What's your haymaker? I hold a salt. No, sh- no, 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 no. What's a joke? That's my joke. That's not that's a joke. That's my go-to joke. That's not a joke. It's a sight gag. It's not a joke. But that's my immediate one. No, that's the one I remember. I can not. always it's, remember it's that It's not, one. but it's not a joke. What is your go-to joke? Guaranteed. Somebody walks up to you and says, I got $1,000. All you got to do is make me laugh. I don't have one ready. A <laughs> <laughs> thousand bucks. There you go. There you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. New season of Scott's Vacation House Rules with Scott McGilvery debuted on HGTV last night where he helps vacation homeowners fix up their property in hopes of getting some more money in their pockets from potential renters. Scott McGilvery, welcome back to the Razamoga Show. You look gorgeous in that plaid as you always do. 
I put it on just for you, bro. Yeah, just, <laughs> just for us. Yo, you were in the same plaid shirt on last night's episode that we watched? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. It's the same one in every episode, didn't you know? Uh, I love this show. These are the idea of like vacation and just getting out the, the, the deeper we get into COVID and everything else up here. People are looking for an escape. This has to be you busier than you've ever been. Oh, my gosh. It has been, you know, started doing this show a few years ago, and now it is just out of control. Like everybody's trying to get one of these properties. Everybody needs work done. There's material shortages. Like never has my category of real estate been in higher demand and lower supply. Yeah. Wow. We got, I got a lot of uh, messages from people. We said that you were coming on today. And the one question that kept coming up over and over again was ask Scott where he gets wood because nobody can find wood. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, true. It's like a rare commodity. A sheet of plywood is, is like pretty much like you have to be a millionaire to buy a, a skid of plywood these days. Crazy. It's insane. So now that we're going into summer and like people are planning these big projects or whatever projects uh, for, for their homes, like what would you recommend to somebody when supply is so short? Like what do we do? Yeah, you got to pivot, man. You got to do some house hacking right now. So some things are definitely in short supply. If you need two by fours, if you need plywood, you're, if you need a new kitchen, all of those materials are really hard to come by. Um, so what we're doing is we're kind of rethinking some of these renovations so that our costs don't get out of control. Mm -hmm. We're reusing and painting paneling, for instance, whereas we would normally pull down the paneling and start fresh. We're using, uh, actually flooring has been in good supply. Flooring, there doesn't seem to be a huge shortage in. So we've been pretty good at updating flooring. You know, we've, we're tackling the projects where we have materials, upgrading hardware, fixtures. There's no shortage on hardware or fixtures. So all of those items seem to be uh, doable still. Even tile seems to be fine. It's really the lumber side of things that's a challenge. Yeah. So you hmm. might want to rethink if you're planning on uh, changing the layout or putting up walls or resheeting something. That This is not a good time to be doing it. I always look for that one moment in your shows when your contractor tells you something and then you look at the camera and just go, oh, that doesn't sound good. Because <laughs> there's always there's yeah. always that moment. Now, do you love that moment or do you dread that moment? You know what? It, that moment... It's it's a delicate dance that moment. Well, you know, Ross. I know. Been, believe been me. Been on the show. Been yeah. on the show. That that the problem is, you're always going to find something when you start renovating. You know, you can have a scope of work, but I always first thing I do to people, I'm like, here's your scope of work, and here's a blank change of work order. We're going to see lots of these, and we're going to fill them in as we go. Yeah. And usually, right during demolition, it's like, okay, it's time to get out the change of work order. Um, and you find mold, you find ants, you find electrical problems, plumbing issues. And, you know, it's not something you want to find as when you're doing a renovation, I just want these things to go well. I want them to finish on time and on budget. Everybody's happy, but the, the producer in me yeah. uh -huh. sees these and says, we got a show. Yeah. We got a show. <laughs> I'll tell you, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, the cottage that I have, we did it on Scott's show years ago on Income Property, years ago. And the day Scott told me that the deck was rotten, 
Yeah. Okay. It was like a terrible day where the contractor looked and went, Scott went, oh, that doesn't look good. And then Scott came to me and was like, oh, that doesn't look good. And then I'm like, oh man, like that, that like really sucks. And you know, I'm going to get like help and we're going to get the deck. We need. I've never seen somebody so happy as the day <laughs> Scott took a giant chainsaw to my deck. Right. Like, I, like it was, it was minutes after, oh, that doesn't look good to where's the chainsaw. Yeah. Right. Like it's just in that moment where you could really see that you love those things. Oh, well, listen, you had a pathetic little deck and <laughs> oh, had to go oh, anyway. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Bro, you didn't have to say little. You could yeah, just say, yeah, even yeah. like pathetic would have been fine. Yeah, because <laughs> you know Mocha's going to bleep that now, and then <laughs> and it's going to sound awful, and I'm going to have to hear that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank you, Scott McGilvery. Uh, Scott's Vacation, uh, House Rules, 9 p.m., HGTV. One final question for you. When you are walking into a Renault situation, is there a room in a home that you absolutely love to take on a project in? And is there a room in the home, in somebody's home, that you absolutely hate dealing with? That's an interesting question. I would say, you know, the main living space is probably the best for me, especially in vacation properties where you might have like vaulted ceilings or exposed beams. Sure. I feel like that's the biggest bang for your buck. I have a rule when, uh, when we reveal one of these properties is that's the first room I take people into. I'm like, I don't care if there's a mud room. I don't care if there's a hallway or there's five bedrooms on the way there. We're going straight to the main space, the living room. And that's what is going to sell this property for people, right? Right. Because you can usually see the kitchen, dining room. Rooms that I don't necessarily love, like laundry rooms, just don't do it for me. <laughs> yeah, boring. You get them done, right? They're clean and everything. But I really in the show, I'm just like, you know what? Let's skip the laundry room. I don't think people are you know, like waking up in the morning thinking, geez, I really got to see a laundry room transformation <laughs> today uh, on HGTV. <laughs> I think we've seen enough. Yeah. Oh, you're the best. Uh, Scott McGilvery, you know, we have so much love for you, brother. Thank you uh, for always making time for us on the Raza Moga Show. Scott's Vacation, House Rules, HGTV, every Sunday night at 9. Thanks, guys. Thank much you, brother. It. Take care, man. Oh, well, listen, you had a pathetic little... <laughs> Oh, had to go oh, anyway. damn. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Chris, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, guys, how are you? Good, buddy. Uh, there's a text that uh, Chris sent to us, Roz. He's mm -hmm. listening right now and he's just like loving the show and everything. And he said that you are his favorite. You are still his favorite. And that you, Roz, are his culinary idol. Excuse me. Yes. Wow. So uh, the reason why we wanted to call Chris is because on the show, Roz, like you're famously, you know, have given out recipes, right? Right. Things that you have worked on, things that you've experimented with. And we get a lot of questions from people on, on technique. And some people have tried to make some of the things that you've specifically mentioned on the show, the way right. you make them. Right. So, Chris, have you gone through that motion? Have you made anything that uh, that Roz has kind of given step by step? Well, Roz is actually the, the inspiration for me asking for a sous vide for Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, okay. Wait, did we talk to you before? <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, and you did did chicken right or no you did yes. steak no you did chicken no, did, we told I you did, to do no, steak. I, I did i did chicken after you guys told me to do chicken yeah, yeah. oh boy 
How was it? The it was best, good, right? I probably, I probably I probably went through about three packs of three Costco sized packs of chicken in about a week. Yeah, yeah, the it's, best. It's a lot of chicken. Now, did you try steak? Because I'm pretty sure we would have recommended uh, doing steak in the sous vide. Yeah. Now, I, I will tell you guys this: I'm not trying to <laughs> advocate for Costco, but that's where I get the meat from, and it's some of the best steak I had was in the sous vide from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, listen, you shouldn't have to justify that because um, the, oftentimes the people with the biggest contracts get get first pick at. Um, meat and Costco is an incredibly large buyer and that's why people are always like oh my god why are the steaks from Costco so good well there's a reason for that yeah no it was, it was fantastic and I was actually I was, I was looking online and I actually found something that I might get lost for Christmas what <laughs> um, I remember you guys were talking on, on the one of the podcasts like the Ask Waz and Mofa about something that you would hand down to your kids if you could pass it down right I think Ron said something about like a wooden like a wooden utensil that had like yeah a wooden head. spoon oh yeah but it's a it's a it's a like a, a a blunt edge wooden spoon have you have you seen the spurtle before what is spurtle <laughs> it's it's something i said one of those crappy as seen on tv commercial things but it, it's it's basically that it's just like it's like a wooden spoon with a rounded off edge no i don't want a rounded off edge man or, or no like i'm not sorry not a rounded off edge but it's like a, it, it fit the mold of what you were talking about i think Oh wow! For twenty, look at this. For twenty four ninety nine, you get a four pack. You got two four packs. Look at that. Uh, no, not for me. Oh, okay. No, it's uh, I need um, that that end on it needs to be needs to be flat. Oh well, here's a flat one though. Yeah, something like yeah. There's a couple of them, but but most of them that I'm looking at have like a like a slightly rounded tip. I need like a I, it needs to be flat and slightly curved at the end. <laughs> Yo, we're talking utensils, right? Yes. Okay. The, the, we're talking, we're talking spurtles, <laughs> right? I've, uh, I was almost going to say that's what she said. I, I've, you need to cut it off. I've never seen a spurtle before. I've never said the word spurtle before, but I guarantee you, I'm going to become an expert in spurtles. Well, if you want, I can just buy. I could just buy you one and cut off the rounded edge. No, but you know, I, listen, I don't need your project. <laughs> no, no, that's too much. That's too much. That's too much. You don't, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. For uh, me. Well, Chris, as always, uh, it was great catching up with you. Thank you for your text and thank you for listening and you enjoy that sous vide. Oh, you, you guys know I will. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, Jackie, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Good, how are you? Good. Okay, Roz, Jackie is a cat owner just like you. Oh, uh, yeah? And how many cats you got? Just one. Just one, okay. Roz has three, and Jackie sent us this note that says, I was listening to your latest podcast talking about cats on Zoom, and I have the most stressful story because we were talking about cats always being in the way when you're trying to work from home <laughs> and stepping all over things and, like, not caring whatsoever, right? Yeah, eating your wires, your feet, all that stuff. <laughs> so Jackie says this, I recently finished my medical lab tech program, and all I had to do was pass my certification exam. With COVID, it was all online, and that day I had to do my exam. My cat tripped the internet off, and a oh. bunch of other things happened while trying to log on, so I had to scramble to fix it, but managed to get logged on in time. Unfortunately, I had no time to lock my cat in the bedroom. I rushed through that exam as fast as I could, and it was so stressful listening to her walk around and not being able to tell her to stop or look at what she was doing. Or the proctor would have heard and seen and thought that I was possibly cheating. Thankfully, I passed, but I may have had two heart attacks and balled my eyes out on camera oh. being recorded in the process. Oh, 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 oh. no. What 
a stressful time for you. What's your awful cat's name? Buttons. Buttons. <laughs> Damn buttons, huh? It's always the ones named Buttons. <laughs> Ruining your life during your online Everything. exam. Oh, I, uh, that sucks. I was doing an interview not that long ago, and I thought I was being super subtle, but then um, I saw a clip of it back, and my cat was like, under, I have all this gear set up, uh-huh. right? And stands for computers and all of this stuff. And then as I was sitting there, I have to sit in the exact same spot, right? Keep my focus, like, of my camera and my mic case. Like, I'm all wired up, right? Sure. And then underneath the whole thing, like, all my stands and everything else, I just see a paw coming out to try and grab onto (laughs) my wire that's coming down off my jacket as I'm doing an interview, right? And the cat had crawled behind everything and then made his way through underneath all the mic stands and light stands and everything else. And his paw was coming out and he just wanted to grab the microphone off my jacket just out of the view of the camera and I was thinking that I was being super super subtle where I was like you can't see that I'm looking off camera like trying to flick his hand and all this stuff and you could t- you could totally tell when you watch it back but I was like you I looked like I was distracted by something oh, right no. like yeah like like I looked like the guy that didn't know what he was doing and every now and and had questions being handed to me sure right like I looked like an amateur but I was being attacked is what was happening <laughs> quietly right? attacked and the problem is now, this far along in COVID, like when COVID first started, if my cat was attacking me, I would grab the cat, hold it up to the camera and go, hey, working from home. Yeah, right? and everyone and thought it was cute because everybody th- was going through it. Thank you. Now we're all expected to have all our stuff together and you can't introduce the cat for fun anymore. Yeah. Right. So I, you sit there and you suffer in silence. Basically. Yeah. So what happened with you, Jackie? Were you like during this time, just although you're trying to concentrate on your exam in your mind, you can only think about that damn cat. Damn buttons. Oh, yeah, no, 100% the entire time that I was going through it. Because as soon as I hit right exam, the cat came running out of the bedroom. And just all I thought about was, don't trip the internet. Don't trip the internet. And rushing through it as fast as I could. And then what do buttons do? Trip the internet? No, she meant, well, she was, she jumped up on the shelf and I was like, oh, don't you freaking dare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We locked, the, we locked the cat in the bathroom yesterday yeah. after Catherine emptied a bottle of water on him. Like, we have a spray bottle, uh-huh. right? And he gets shot if he does something wrong. Yeah. And he, he went in the bathroom. He was so soaked from being just such a little jerk, right, that Catherine locked him in the bathroom. And then, like, 40 minutes later, I went in the bathroom and I was like, oh, my God, Moose in the bathroom. She's like, yeah, he was in a timeout. Oh, no, <laughs> right? for 40 this, minutes? Yeah, okay, but this is the cat. This is like he's such a boy. He's such a teenage boy, okay? So I walk in, I open the door. I'm like, hey, Moo, what's going on? I'm like, you can leave. I leave the door open, and he's lying on the bathroom floor, and he's just like looking at me like, no, I'm cool, and he just put his head down. So dramatic. So dramatic, right? <laughs> it's, it's so dramatic. It's like if you're a mom and you start taking all your kids' toys away, yeah. right, and then the kid looks at you and goes, that's fine, that's fine. Look, I don't need to do anything. I like the space. Yeah. I like the <laughs> space now right take it all just take take it all take it all so much room in here right like he's he's that he's that well, guy jackie thank you for sharing your story and we're happy that everything worked out and uh and that you've passed your your exam thank you yes and thank you for joining us on the Roz and mocha show thanks for having me the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, Sasha Baron Cohen on the MTV Movie and TV Awards. I totally forgot those awards were on last yeah, night. Yeah, so, so did I. I'm just catching up now. Uh, but what he did something he, crazy? No, he came out and did all, like, he did Borat yeah. talking to Ali G 
And then Sasha Baron Cohen came out to talk to those two guys. Like it was all shot like with all of them on stage at the same time. Oh, because it was a pre-recorded segment because of COVID, yeah. right? So it starts off, and um, so uh, Sasha Baron Cohen won. I don't know, like a comedic genius award or something like that. Some yeah. M- made-up MTV award. Uh, but when they cut to the acceptance speech, it's Borat at the podium. Yeah. Then Ali G walks in and starts arguing with Borat, and then Sasha Baron Cohen walks in and starts arguing with those two guys, and then kicks them out. And then much later on, Bruno came in. Uh, but no. but here's yeah. So so here's a little bit of how it started. I like you. Do you like me? No, as well. Off with you. He was using my nan's Amazon account to buy my Julia birthday present of some cat litter. Then he accidentally pressed on your movie, innit? Was it nice? No, it was whack. The only good bit was in that hotel room when that fly honey in the blue dress was about to be boned by Rudy Julie Andrews. And then oh you come God. in and ruin it, innit? Ali. Um, well, if it ain't Sasha Bellend Cohen. I'm afraid you're going to have to leave. Is it because I was black? No, you, you're not black. You are black. Not. You're a white suburban kid who's co-opting black culture. Who is you to say that? Well, actually, I created you. You created me. That is typical white privileges, isn't it? <laughs> Just like Elvis Presley claiming him created reggae. Right, listen, just go. Go. Thank you, MTV. I'm just a human being creating complex, nuanced characters, sophisticated tools to expose What's the... What's up? Did somebody say as they wanted me to expose? And then Bruno walks in. And then Bruno walks in. Jesus. No, actually, I'm not Jesus, although I have been nailed to a cross a few times. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I've got a lot more followers than Jesus in Asia. No big deal about Safa. You know what, right? Before anyone else does it, I am officially cancelling myself. I was actually really looking forward to this after losing the Oscars. Keep it. Wow. And Bruno showed up in a, uh, like, almost like an Angora pink sweater with nipples. (laughs) No. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hi laura welcome to the Roz and mocha show what's going on with you today so i'm humming and hawing about having a third child what do i do should i have a third i need a drink for this one (laughs) (laughs) these are these are tough these are tough questions so you wrote this Roz and mocha fix my life uh, yeah, you don't know if you should have a third kid. You already have three-and-a-half-year-old twin boys. Wow. And for about the past five or six months, you've been seriously considering having another one. Your husband says, whatever I choose, he's fine with, so there's no help there. Uh, there's so many good reasons to not have another one, uh, but I'm also uh, not ready to totally abandon the idea. I've never felt more conflicted. So you've obviously uh, thought a lot about this and I assume have had multiple conversations with your with your husband. What are the not good reasons that you kind of mentioned? There's so, so many. I mean, there's the obvious, right? Like it's tiring and kids are expensive and you lose that independence. But I think the biggest reason that's really holding my me back is that I'm going to I'm worried that I'm going to end up in a situation that I'm going to take more time than I kind of am anticipating or planning away from my other two kids. Like if I end up in a situation where, you know, I have a a sick kid or a kid with special needs or just a, you know, a needy kid. And I I don't want to take that time from my boys. And it feels almost a little bit 
like selfish to try for a third. I think that's every parent though that's had more than one kid. Like totally. you had twins, so it, you know they're these they sort of came out together. So you're you know they're in a lot of ways you whatever you do with one you do with the other, right? So neither of them ever really feel that left out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have each yeah. other to and play with, exactly. right? Exactly. Like I don't know if they do or not because siblings could grow up and yeah. be into completely different things. But I assume or we assume that having three and a half year old twin boys for the most time of their day they're hanging out together i would say that your kids at three and a half right now if you had another one they wouldn't if they eventually won't even really remember life without their new sibling you yeah. know what i mean they won't ever remember feeling left out when the new baby came but yes you are right laura like your time is going to be taken up a lot i mean you went through it with the boys right like you know how much yeah. how much time goes into uh caring for a newborn caring for a baby so yes your time is going to be taken up a lot if you have a third with that child and like i'm ready for that right like i know you i mean i've got myself divided in two now divided in three is smaller mm, i think you're overthinking things i Probably. I, I i do no i do i i uh, most people I know have a sibling. Most people I know come from families with like two or three kids. Um, now it's like an, it's like a, a thing of where people have one. Like we just have one. Uh, Mocha's got one. Most of my friends only have yeah. only have one. Uh, but that's because most of us started later, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's how old are you? I'm 31, so it's not like an age thing. No, no, no. So it's not like an age thing. Uh, for most people, I would say it is. For most people, that you start thinking, God, I don't want to be 60. With uh, with an eighteen year old, totally. right? You know, like you, you start having those thoughts, but you're not you're not in that situation. Why don't yeah. you just leave it up to f- like the gods, and why don't you just not try to not have a kid and just see what happens? <laughs> Every part of me is such a planner that that's terrifying. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> well, but what if you don't plan though? What if what if you what if you don't plan? What if you what if you just sort of let it go? What if you just go into this one without it being stressful and putting, if it happens, putting it, it happens. All on you? If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And we've we've talked about that. Like we have. Um, but. But and then there's something that holds me back, right? I think like my head jumps in and it's like, oh, don't forget how tiring kids are. Don't forget how. Yeah, everything. Yeah, but that's that's everything. That's part of it. That's though. part of it, though. Are you up for it? Do you think? Do you think you have it in you? I do. Like, I mean, obviously, there's a reason that's keeping it in my mind, right? I mean, I only got to go through the whole thing one time. We mm. obviously didn't plan for twins; it just happened. So I have that weird kind of hybrid experience where I do have two kids, and they're two very different kids. I feel, Laura, like you've had this conversation with friends, and they've all mm-hmm. said to go with it or go for it, and you just need to hear from strangers. To tell you to go for it. Yeah, I feel like you guys are such a great source of advice. I kind of wanted that external assessment of things. Right. I, I think that at three and a half years, you've run into something that a lot of people have, which is um, your babies aren't babies anymore. And three and a half yeah. is oftentimes a really tough friggin' year, let alone two. And I think you miss having a baby. Yeah, that's not wrong. And if missing a baby is enough reason to have a baby, then go for it. But if you can recognize that your main motivation is just that your kids are growing up and it's kind of heartbreaking to watch them grow up, as wonderful as it is, it's a little heartbreaking because they're not babies anymore. And if you want to sort of recapture that, then you have to decide if that's the right reason. Mm-hmm. I say just see what babies happens. Babies are awesome. Yeah. They smell good. They're fun. They do smell good. Yeah.
<laughs> Tops of their head. Oh man. Oh man. You know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't. I, I think that you're putting it together a list of all the reasons why to not have one. But I think you should just focus on all the reasons why you do want to have one. And then, yeah. and then, and then, see where that takes you. Don't go into this. Don't go into this with a with a negative point of view. Oh, if you're if you're going to talk about a baby, um, only talk about the positives. And if there are enough positives, then you're going to know. Okay, that's good advice. Okay, right, Laura. Yes, thanks, guys. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. There's an anniversary being celebrated today that I think people are going to be shocked at. Like good shocked or bad shocked. Like, as in, I can't believe it's that long? Uh-huh. Yeah? Or no. I don't know, actually. No? It was 20 years ago today that the movie Shrek was released in theaters. Really? I thought Shrek was way older than 20. Oh, really? Yeah. You thought so? Yeah. Huh, no. It was uh, May 18th of 2001. Somebody wants to <laughs> uh, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, this song alive. Made Smash Mouth an incredible amount of money. Of course. Still to this day. Yeah. Uh, the movie made $484.4 million in the box office. It picked up an Oscar, of course, three sequels, mm-hmm. two holiday specials, and a spinoff, and a Broadway show. Yep. Not to mention... like the Broadway show looks weird, though. You ever seen the Broadway show? I, it's I super did. weird looking, man. I it's saw the Canadian weird. production. Yeah, it's weird. This song, by the way, when it was when it came out as a pop song, it was laughable, right? Like people were like, oh, oh time, for yeah. God's sake. But when you put it in the context, when it became a song that eventually was just known for Shrek, like a children's movie, mm-hmm. it became a great song. Oh, completely. It became like everybody's favorite. Yeah, it became right? a great song. Because now when you hear this song, I all only, you think about exactly, is Shrek, right? Exactly. Um, so the entire franchise... $3.5 billion. Oh, sure, yeah. Right? Oh because you've got to think about, like, all the merchandising as well, all the toys yeah. and clothing and stuff. Um, It was originally a 28-page book from 1990 that was then eventually started to be put into development for a movie. Nicolas Cage was offered the role of Shrek and passed. To do the voice? Mm-hmm. And... Then that's weird. I can't even picture that. The original voice of Shrek was not Mike Myers. Who was it? It was Chris Farley. Oh, really? Yeah. And he had recorded almost the entire movie before he passed away in 97. Really? Yeah. So he had gone through and did all, did all the voice work for Shrek and then he passed away and they had to they went and found Mike Myers. Really? And they didn't tell Mike Myers that Chris Farley was the original voice of Shrek. Really? You know how Mike Myers found out? How's that? Because Mike Myers, he agreed to do the movie because they had already cast Cameron Diaz and... Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy and um, John Lithgow. Yeah. So Mike Myers was like, yo, great cast. Yeah. Mike Myers found out that it was Chris Farley when... After he'd like done some of the voice work and they had like a little clay figurine of Shrek. Right. What he's going to look like. Yeah. And then Mike Myers said, hey, did you guys cast Chris Farley for this? Because this little clay model kind of looks like Chris Farley. And they were like, yeah. Really? That's how he found out. Oh, my God. Because Shrek does kind of look like Chris Farley. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also found out Cameron Diaz was also second choice to play Fiona. 
Janine Garofalo was the original voice. Really? She got hired. Yeah. And I guess she did some voice work and they weren't feeling it, so they fired her. Wow. Who knew Shrek was full of so much scandal? <laughs> right? And then uh, Cameron Diaz was uh, was then the voice of Fiona. It's weird because when I hear Shrek, like to even say that anybody else would do the voice of Shrek, it's weird to me because to me, Shrek has the, um, the Scottish accent, yeah. right? Like that's... And uh, Nick Cage wasn't going to do that, and Chris Farley wasn't going to do that. That's like exclusive. But to me, that is all Shrek is. It's not the person who does the voice; it's the accent. Of course. Where I don't know if I could do with any other Shrek. And then you mix that dynamic of Shrek with uh, Eddie Murphy, yeah, as Donkey. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Can I say something? Listen, you was really, really something back there. Incredible. Are you talking to me? Yes, I was talking to you. Can I just tell you that you was really great back then, man? Those gods, they thought they was all of that. Then you showed up and bam, they was tripping over themselves like babes in the woods. See that? That that really made me feel good to see that. Oh, that's great. Really? Man, it's good to be free. Now, why don't you go celebrate your freedom with your own friends? Hmm? But, uh... I don't have any friends. Ah, donkey. <laughs> so happy birthday, happy anniversary to Shrek. It turns 20 years old today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, look at the time. Uh-huh. How does this podcast go by so fast, I man? Know, right? Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Uh, Tasha Adams was on the red carpet for the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Now, Tasha Adams, remember, is sort of, I, I don't I don't think they're calling them co-hosts, she and Caitlin Bristow, yeah. because I don't think they're allowed to call them co-hosts. Um, like mentors? Me, they're calling them mentors, although they were originally announced as co-hosts yeah. for Katie's season of The Bachelorette. But I think that calling them co-hosts is problematic because then that could lead to a lawsuit from Chris Harrison. Sure. So they're not co-hosts. He was not replaced. They are just mentors. Uh, but this is uh, Tasha dishing on Katie's season. Well, this is the thing. I'm just there to help mentor Katie and to help her along the way. It is a very challenging journey at times. And so if I can provide any type of clarity, but also help and nip that jaw in the bud, you know I will do it, so. What about Katie? Because I hear that this season was very challenging for her and really hard, so why was it so hard? Well, I mean, it is a tough journey in general. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're trying to find love, but it's a really transformative experience as well. You really push yourself, and you really have to rely on your own intuition, your own instinct. And it can be hard at times to make sure you're making the right decision. So thankfully, Caitlin and I were there to help her out. But yeah, it's tough for everybody. Hmm. You going to watch it, though? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) Next Uh, month, yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ariana Grande tied the knot. Hey, Dalton Gomez. Who's that guy? Did we vet him? He's yeah, a, he's a good we guy. Like him. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, it was a quote, tiny and intimate ceremony, less than twenty people. Maury. He's a real estate agent. He's a real estate agent. Oh. Uh, they said that the uh, room was so happy and full of love. The couple and both families couldn't be happier. That is what Ariana Grande's rep told People Magazine. Of it's course, someone's not going to be disappointed and like shouting boo. Wow, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're they got happy, people, full of love. Okay, of course. Again, again, people say whatever they're going to say, right? 
You know, <laughs> thanks for that. Boo, thanks. it shouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah, 20, 20, 20 people at a wedding, family wedding, were, were happy. Oh, really? That's incredible <laughs> yeah. news. Good. I thought it was going to go the other way. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Obama was on with James Corden answering, uh, offering up advice like relationship advice and everything else. You have two clips there. You can play either one. They're both fun. Every, everybody likes my wife more than they like me. It's uh, like if we're on a group text, she's the one that gets the ha-has. And I was just kind of wondering, like, can, can you relate to that at all? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I see the subtext here. Um, oh, no. Sadly, I can relate. And uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, you can try to be funnier uh, or more charming. Uh, but that's probably a losing battle. Uh, it's helpful, by the way, if you have a, a, a joint bank account so that when she outsells you in, in books, uh, you don't feel bad about it. <laughs> Yo, number 44, he is the absolute greatest. I love that guy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, so Travis Barker is with... Act like you don't know. Courtney Kardashian. Come on, you know. I don't. I actually don't know. Yes, Courtney. Okay, so Travis Barker is with Courtney Kardashian, and they're mm. like super heavy. Travis Barker's ex-wife, Shanna Mochler, yeah, divorced him in, I guess they started in like 2006, and then it became final in 2008. Okay. So again, Travis Barker currently with Courtney Kardashian. I saw she tattooed I Love You on his arm the other day. Right. Uh-huh. So now Travis Barker's ex-wife yeah. is claiming that one of the things that prompted the divorce all those years ago yeah. was that she caught him having an affair with Kim Kardashian. No. This is back when Kim was Paris Hilton's closet organizer. I completely forgot. Right? About that whole thing. So... And I guess the, the I bottom. guess the story was that Travis also had hooked up with Paris Hilton, and then through Paris Hilton, what? met and hooked up with met Kim? and hooked up with Kim Kardashian. And at the time, Travis Barker wanted to use Kim Kardashian as a model for his clothing line. And Shanna Mochler claims that she kiboshed that whole idea because she found out about the affair, and she found out about the affair because people on who were friends with both Travis and Kim at the time, uh -huh. sent her the text messages and information that she needed to confirm the affair no. between Travis and Kim. Damn. So, damn. Tattoo removal. Damn. <laughs> right? Wow. Now, do you think Courtney knew? Courtney knew, right? Of course she knew. Of course she knew. Back then? Yeah. yeah you just don't care all these years no. later. No, you, don't, it's been, you don't care. How long? Right? How long ago was that? I don't know, like 2008. Oh, yeah. Right? 2006, 2008, something like that. Yeah. You don't care, right? Water under no. the bridge, that's fine. Yeah, I think yeah. they're okay with it. Okay. Some people would not be okay with that. A lot of I people think, would not be okay yeah. with that. I'm fine with it. Doesn't never bother that, me. They're, they're like that family. They're in a whole next world, <laughs> right? Yeah, true. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kristen Bell was, oh God, uh, I, I know, um, she was talking about how she was treating depression um, with magic mushrooms. 
That's the thing. The drugs? People do that. Yeah. You ever take a mushrooms? Never. You ever done shrooms? No, never. No, hell no. Not me no. neither, man. Not I know people neither. who have. Yeah. They go bonkers? And they... What they do? Um, they have visions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What do you put your hand up for? More? You've done mushrooms? Jesus. Could you imagine that? No. Uh, so this is uh, uh, Kristen Bell talking about her uh, trip with mushrooms. I was so enamored with my own body. I had gone to the bathroom, like I went to pee and I came downstairs like wide-eyed and I said, Dax, I had to pee. I felt the sensation of having to pee. And all of a sudden this beautiful lady, and I was pointing to my legs, picked me up. She walked me down the hallway. She sat me down on the toilet. She rolled a little roll of toilet paper for me and just put it on my lap. And now I'm back out here. But like... (laughs) In my head, I had separated Mm -hmm. this body that had done so much good in my life that has taken me through happiness and pain and and workouts and laziness. And I was just like, couldn't stop touching my legs going, you're so strong. You're so elegant. Oh, my God. That is not for me. What? That is not the life for me. Uh Uh-uh. At all. No, no, no chance. I would never recover from that. I wonder. What kind of hallucinations? Because my mind is already bonkers with my night terrors and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's been a while since I've had a night terror. Mm-hmm. But even still, mm-hmm. I know that there are things in here mm-hmm. that are waiting to come out. Mm-hmm. Things in my head and my brain. Yeah. Like that if I were to be on shrooms. Yeah, you'd fight a skipping rope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, All the skipping ropes. Yeah, yeah. Come at me, bro. Yeah. Come at me, rope. Yeah. Like, like, I just, I couldn't deal. I couldn't sit there and talk to my foot. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, and consciously, but not really knowing what it is you're doing. Like, she, like, she looks at her legs differently now and always will. And maybe that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Maybe it's a way to explore and people use it to sort of go deep and I, all this other stuff, right? Like, I know that there's an actual science to this and... And, and it has helped in a, like in an incredible way a lot of people, but I just could not, like if I thought my legs turned into a princess and then I remembered that after I had sobered up, I would never be the same again. Right. Like yeah, I would, I I would just, I would never be the same again. Yeah. Every time you look in the mirror, every time you look down. Yeah. No, no, no. Every time you put on pants. No, right. no, not princess for me. Princess goes in the right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, former Bachelorette Rachel Lindsay was um, doing a show on Showtime. The uh, host is uh, named Ziwi Famudo. And they were talking about the diversity issues when it comes to the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise. And that Ziwi brings up the fact that all three of the shows, Bachelor and Bachelorettes, who were black all wound up picking somebody who was not black Hmm. and how that's a big that's a big problem but to listen to rachel Lindsay explain what her actual reality was while she was doing this show it's a casting issue there was a point where i broke down um on camera and they used my tears for something else but i was getting upset at the selection of men of color and i also learned as i was going through my season that several of the black men on my season didn't date black women. So the show found it interesting. Wow, this this guy's never dated a black woman before. And I said, you think that's interesting? That's my life. I live that. That's why I'm speaking out that you don't need to diversify just your cast and your leads. You need to diversify the people behind the camera. Damn. Um, and because th- there are still a lot of people who, regardless of how many black bachelor and bachelorettes they've had, that still will not accept a season as being fully 
um, up to what it should be, unless there is somebody where at the end it is, you know, a black bachelor picking a black bachelorette. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, you, you want to think that they go in with the best intentions, but you can totally see from a production point of view, like as soon as she said that, where they were like, oh my God, we got our first black bachelorette. Let's find black guys that have never dated a black girl before. Yeah, they might right? go somewhere else. They're like, oh my God, this is going to be so amazing. Like they'll, no, it's a disaster, mm-hmm. right? It's a dis- You're not serving her. You're not serving the show. You're not. You're setting everybody you're up for failure. You're setting everybody up. Exactly. The entire right? production. Yeah. Right? And do yeah. you want to watch that conversation? Like, I don't know. Like, do I want to watch the conversation of like one of the black guys on the show having a conversation with the bachelorette who's making history? Tell her that they don't blate, they don't date black women. I know. Do you want to see that conversation? Because how's no, that Shem? make her feel? Shems, you're shaking your head, right? No, absolutely not. Uh, no, not at all. I'll tell you something. I... I was uh, married to a white woman, yeah. and you know, one of the, I'm black for those of you that don't know. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that always used to bug me was people who sort of assumed that my preferences were just like to just date like white women, right? You know what I mean? And and it was uh, it was something that I really struggled with for a long time. And I got it from like all sides. I got it from white people. I got it from black people. You yeah. know, who sort of just. Um, thought that I only was uh, in one in one sort of lane, one sort of box. Yeah. Do you think that it's a deliberate thing where they manipulate the show? Because we know that they manipulate the show, and I understand that they're doing sort of a, a baby step approach to having a black bachelor back black bachelorette. But do you think that the show is sort of could be designed to make sure that it doesn't wind up at the end with two black cast members? Yes, uh, in a lot of ways, I do think so. I, I think you have to look at the Bachelor Bachelorette's audience, or who the the producers look at them uh, as being their audience, right. and it's 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 white women, right? Like, if we're yeah. being honest, right? Like, yeah. it's 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 primarily white women, right? And mm-hmm. I think there's something uh, a little too different by having. Um, two minorities as uh, at the end of it all mm-hmm. i do i do think mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. interesting thank you the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh billy porter's um story in the hollywood reporter so he talked about for the first time being diagnosed in 2007 uh with hiv and um one of the things that he had said is that a lot of people knew the right people knew um but the person who didn't know was his mother he hadn't Mm. told his he hadn't told his mother so this is a little bit of billy porter uh explaining um why now why he came out to talk about this now it's time to put my big boy pants on and talk. I knew that I needed to tell my mother before the world knew I should probably do that. The plan was made. And then I woke up that Friday, my last day of filming, the last day of Pose, and I was writing in my, typing in my gratitude journal, and mommy just popped into my head, and I was like, I haven't seen her in a while. Let me just call and talk to her. Not even two minutes in the conversation, she was like, what's wrong? Please tell me what's wrong. So I ripped the Band-Aid off and I just told her, you know, and she said, I love you. I've always loved you. That will never change. And please stop doing this. She's like, 14 years? Please stop doing that. And the truth shall set you free. Mm. Um, it's a 
it's an incredible article if you get the chance to go through it. Um, and he's just insanely like brilliant with the way that he sort of brings talks you through it. Because really, I was thinking about this when I was going through the Billy Porter article is that it's been so long since HIV has been a topic of conversation or a headline in the news. Yeah. Like in any sort of mainstream way, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't you don't hear the 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 big stars, you know, with the benefits and all this stuff. Any sure. like you just we just really don't. Mm-hmm. We just really don't. It's not that it's not a problem because it is still a huge problem, but it's just not top of mind anymore. And then to have Billy Porter bring it back, sort of in this way with his with his own story, is like you just realize like how devastating yeah it is to sort of live that live that life and your your heart is just crushed but here's more with billy porter i got up in front of the cast and the crew and all the people that helped to create this space for me and i told them the truth because at a certain point the truth is the responsible road. And Maury, come in here for a second. Explain the tie-in to the show, because I don't watch Pose, but I know that you're you're a huge fan. Does the character does the character have HIV we as just well? just found out on Sunday's episode that Pray Tell, his character, mm-hmm. has lymphoma, which right. is caused by AIDS, and he was told this past Sunday that he has six months to live. And the on whole the show, premise, on the show. On the show, yeah. yeah, yeah. And on the premise of the entire episode was him confronting his mother. It's wow. eerie oh, how gotcha. similar it is to his real life yeah, story. Yeah, mm. huh. My God. That's I wonder awesome, if, he, if part of uh, him Thanks, doing the, the reveal or, or to talk about this is because maybe he knew that people were going to be asking about the show and about his character I th- I think and it going through that? Yeah, I think it might have given him the, put it top of mind and given him the courage to but maybe yeah. do it. He says that he didn't tell the cast and crew about himself until after the last day of filming. Yeah. And there's still more episodes. So uh, unless he only knew, there's no way that they would have planned it out. It's That's why it's so eerily, eerily yeah, similar. Yeah, they, they didn't write it into the show, I don't think, because, no, 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 because no. they knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he goes on to say in the article, I'm the healthiest I've been in my entire life. So it's time to let all that go and tell a different story. There is no more stigma. Let's be done with that. It's time. I've been living it and being in the shame of it for for long enough is uh, what Billy Porter said. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Australia's Bachelorette is breaking new ground with their upcoming season. The series has cast the franchise's first openly bisexual star, 26-year-old Brooke Blurton. Okay. And the people in the house vying for her love and roses will be mixed, both men and women. Oh, okay. Are they all bi as well or no? Don't know. Or just her? I think just her. But maybe... But no, then, like, that, okay, if it's so a mix on, of here, guys and so, girls, yeah. So I think maybe the guys would be straight and the girls would be lesbians bi. or, or bi. Les- yeah. But then you have that problem that you've always said: if they ever did like a gay bachelor, right? That anyone, not cont- I guess the contestants, right? There's a risk that they all fall in love with one another, right? So, you, fall so in love. yes. Right. So in order to to prevent that, I think that you would have to have all the guys in the house would have to be straight, all the women in the house would have to be lesbians. Right, in order for in order to sort of prevent that from yeah, happening. But all, 
Yes. Right. But then, but then you would risk the women who are there yeah. falling in love with one another. Like maybe they make a connection oh, with, with somebody else in the house mm, as opposed to the bachelorette. Interesting. Interesting. Because you so wouldn't get it, that with the guys. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be. It'll well, be they're going to try it. Cool to see what happens with this, right? Yeah. It's going to be a journey. Uh, she says, uh, I am so ready for this. Having the opportunity to choose my person and who I want in my life is a truly unique and special experience. Uh, she is also the first indigenous star mm. on the bachelor Australia and, uh, everybody's excited. So sure. A lot of people pumped for that, but she was already on the bachelor and bachelor in paradise, Australia. Oh, she was. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's like, she's one of these. That's part of the franchise. Gotcha. So people out there know her. They, yes, exactly. Gotcha. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast. Christopher Nolan was accused of removing all the chairs on the set of his Batman movies to prevent people cast and crew from sitting. Um, and What's then the beef against sitting? I don't, he just wanted everybody to stay active and, and congregate together as opposed to running off to chairs. Oh. Um, but that, that was shot down. That rumor was shot down. The studio came out and eventually said, no, Chris Nolan did not ban chairs. However, Zack Snyder for army of the dead did oh, ban chairs. From set, yes. You want people he said, "There's no sitting. Like I ban chairs from the set." He went on to explain that it's really intimate. I can just talk to the actors right there. I'm not back in a monitor across the room. It was definitely the most purely engaged set I've ever, uh, the most engaged time I've ever had making a movie. I watched it the other night. Army of the Dead. And? it's I, I loved it. Kat, it's not for Catherine. Really? At, oh, my God. It's I know not you for got Catherine. special Netflix. Yeah. It's where not, you get it's, it early because it doesn't come out till midnight. Yeah. It's not for Catherine, like, uh-huh. at all. So is this one of those? It's like, it's a me movie, like, knowing me <laughs> and knowing, <laughs> like, Jen and I watch a lot of stuff okay, together. here's my thing. I love zombie movies, uh-huh. right? So do I. always have love zombie movies. And Same. I love when, I love fast zombies. I don't uh-huh. like slow walking, dumb zombies. Yeah. I like fast, smart zombies. Yeah. And Army of the Dead is fast smart zombies okay right like really it. like they think they wear like armor like they they like they, oh, wow. they negotiate like it's cool right yeah um but dave batista i'm a giant fan and you know dave batista can 100 carry a movie mm-hmm. he is so and, and it's weird to me because a guy dave batista does what very few people in that genre have ever been able to do sylvester stallone could do it Dave Batista can do it. And there's maybe a handful of other actors that are in that sort of action world that can do it, which is um, they can break your heart. And he can, he, Dave Batista has an emotional level that mm-hmm. other actors in that big genre, big, dumb, and loud don't have. Yeah. And he has that gear where really? he just becomes this like emotional guy. And he's great in those scenes. I mean, I love watching Batista blow stuff up. Right. But he's so good in those like emotional one on one scenes. Yeah. Okay. He's really, he's it. really good. But it is big. It yeah. is dumb. It yeah. is loud. And I, I loved it. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. <laughs> cannot wait. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Lots of questions, lots of questions, lots of great questions. Hello, Josh. Welcome to Ask Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. What's your question? Uh, So my question is, if you had a statue made of yourself, what pose would you be in? Oh, well, what's your answer, Josh? Uh, I'd go for a kind of a Captain Morgan with my right a- right leg <laughs> up on a uh, rock. Yeah. And then my right hand on my chin just stroking my beard. 
Oh, wow. Interesting. You've given this a lot of thought. A lot of uh, thought. Drink in hand or no? Uh, no. No, no okay. drink in hand. All right. Um, I would definitely be sitting. <laughs> really? Yeah. I assumed on a toilet. Yeah, probably. Or, or something where you could take the statue and then put it on toilets, various toilets. Oh, okay. Because that's, that's where I spend most of my time is, uh, is sitting on the toilet. Um, but as far as like any sort of posed stance... Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I would look good as a statue. Like, my posture is all kind of weird, and my legs are skinny, and like, I don't know. Like, I think that I would have to be seated, with, you know, looking comfortable. I'm, I'm never comfortable standing. Yeah. Doing anything. Like, anytime, even I have to mm. shoot something for television where I have to stand, I'm always way less comfortable standing than I am sitting. Really? Like, all even right. during this show, like Mocha, when we do this show. Mocha stands for about 90% of the show and, so, yeah. and sits for about 10%. I could never do this show standing. Would it feel weird? It would, I would not be able to perform. Try standing Stand up right now. No, no, I, I don't like it. Oh, I, you don't like no, it? No, no, I don't. I don't no, it's as not, an experiment. No, it's not for me. I know how it is. And sometimes when you go in to do voice work, like uh-huh. somewhere along the lines, and I don't know how this happened, but these people who do voice work, somebody put it in somebody's head that you perform better when you're standing. Right, so I guess sometimes for breathing. That's makes stupid. It, it makes no, it doesn't. So at some uh-huh. point, they yeah. took all the stools out of like voice rooms, <laughs> and they want you. They want you to stand. Like some uh-huh. guy will come on and talk in your ear and stuff, and, the, and 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 I'm always looking around for the stool, but they all want you to stand. It's dumb. I'm n- I'm not comfortable. What you want is you want somebody to be at their most comfortable when they have to perform, right? And for me, standing is where I'm least comfortable. So I would say if there's a statue, definitely would be me sitting, and most likely more. Yes, on the toilet. Damn it, Maury. I was going to say sitting on a bench with room for people to sit next to me to take pictures. Because you think that would... Like that way people... Because people would have no idea who I was, but they'll just be like, oh, there's like a statue. Let's take a picture with the statue. Like so, like a Ronald McDonald out in front of a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this bench. There's a creepy old guy sitting yeah. here. You yeah. take a picture. Yeah, so people would want to like pose with you. Yeah. Wow. Even yeah. in statue form, you, you're you so desperate to go viral. Yeah. Well, what's you, the point exactly. otherwise? Even in statue exactly. form, right? You, you just want your statue to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Mocha, what about you? Oh, well, I would be standing, absolutely. I'd be wearing a hat. Yeah. Probably, like, have my hand holding, like, the brim of the hat, and right. I'd have, like, a big smile on my face. Fair enough. Or, like, me I laughing. I fully agree. Yeah. Now, if you, if you, if they did make a statue of you, because I love it when people get, when there's these absolute disasters of either like wa- of wax, st- wax statues or the Cristiano Ronaldo bust yeah. or the um, Henry Winkler Fonz, the, oh, the, the Fonz and Bronze so in Milwaukee. If somebody was going to get something horrifically wrong on you, yeah. what do you think, Maury, would be the thing that they got wrong that would like hurt oh like a bigger nose like, right <laughs> yeah or like if i may yes. no impression where where like the penis would be right but what about if they gave there you, isn't one now uh, anyway yeah. <laughs> 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 um but what about like what if, if they gave you like a little bit of a gut because here's the thing, like I, I like I if, if you have a little bit of a gut, right? It's at that point it's up to the artist's impression. So you could look at somebody and say, Now are they known for that or should I just avoid it altogether? Uh-huh. And then no you would want them to just avoid it, right? Because it's nothing that is sort of part of your character. It's just a little bit. Maybe you're carrying a few extra pounds. So I would like to say that, that if somebody did a statue of me, they would omit the sort of little bit of gut that I do. But have, you would send in right? the photograph, so you would send in like I would send in a picture of me and my like one of my skinny photos. No, 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 no. You're like let's say you're a live model for them. 
right? Oh, then you're, you suck it in. Right. Yeah. So I would be, I would think I would be hurt if they included like a little bit of a gut because I'm yeah. like, it's not enough where it becomes part of your character. Like so just smooth, smooth it out. The double chin. Smooth it out. Well, yeah. I mean, I would, I would, that's to me, that's you though. Like you're nothing without your double chins. That's part of your personality. No, you yeah. can't see it now if I stretch out. That's what makes you you no, is your no, double relax. chin. Relax now. No, just be normal. Normal. Yeah. yeah. You got three there. Yeah. That's no. what makes you you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. You don't think so? No, I don't. I disagree. No. What about the pimple on your neck? What if they made it bigger? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What if it got its own statue, right? And like, I didn't get a statue, only the pimple. No, no, no. It was just like it was removable, so you could actually put it on different parts of your body. Yeah, right? That would go viral for yes, sure. Yes, it would. If somebody, like could sit, if somebody could sit on that bench beside your statue and take the pimple off your neck and just like put it on them, right? That's what would go That's what would go viral. Definitely that would go viral. That's so gross. Yeah. Yo, Josh, we appreciate the question, brother. Thank you so much much for listening thanks guys um war war same war same same uh says this how much of Raza's confidence is in his hair how much of my confidence is in my hair imagine if he woke Um, up one day with no hair i'm curious if he would still be as confident no at all no i think you'd look so badass with no hair no and just that beard no, I wouldn't. I no. I, I would say I would say a lot. Really? But it's always been that way with me. With your hair? Yeah. You got always. beautiful hair, though. No, no. But I mean, as far as the confidence. Oh. It's all. It's always been that way because it was. It was. Like it was if... my like long hair was like my signature. My entire youth, right? I always mm-hmm. had the longest, coolest hair out of anybody, and then I've always had. Like, I've always had hair that was part of a conversation. Like, if I ever sat down to interview people, like when I was just starting out on TV, my hair was always a topic of conversation because oh. I, I, I believed years ago. And then it was reaffirmed to me um, of years later um, in a sort of roundabout way that I'll get to. But I always believed that, like, identifiable hairstyle was a mark of somebody who was, like, bound for success. <laughs> Right. Right, Yeah. And because I don't think that anybody ever got famous um, with generic hair. Like it was there was always something about them of like a hairstyle in some sort of way. And I was talking to an artist that came in that I interviewed one time for ET Canada and they they were talking and this this artist had like crazy identifiable hair. And they said that they were talking to like one of those old timey producers who used to work with like Michael Jackson and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like Quincy Jones or who's what's the other guy? Um, not Quincy Jones, but like another one of those big legendary producers. And this young artist went in there. You, you know who, you remember Francesco Yates, right? Yes. With the big, big curly afro, right? Curly afro, big perfect, yeah. poofy curly hair. He worked with like Pharrell for a yeah. quick so, time. So he was talking to this big legendary producer and the conversation of hair came up and he had asked, you know, should I do something with it? Should we cut it? Should we whatever? And he said, name me one superstar that's a guy that part of their identity is not their hair. He's like, hair on a guy is you cannot achieve that level of superstardom unless your hair is part of your identity. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And this was like somebody who'd work with Michael Jackson and yeah, all these yeah, other people, yeah. right? And so that was his sort of philosophy is that, you know, he could tell right away if somebody was going to be a star based on based on whether they had an identifiable haircut or not, which is crazy to think about yeah. until you actually start thinking about it. 
Because you think about the person, you think about automatically, you think about the hair. Yes, exactly. Right. right? So I would say a great deal of my uh, identity is tied or was tied into my hair. But if I woke up and it just like started falling out, like if I woke up bald, that would be fine. I would just live your life. But if I woke up at the age I am now where like handfuls of it were coming out of the shower and I started sort of like slowly started to get like a receding hairline and stuff, Uh I would shave it. Yeah. I think you would look bad ass. I, um... Oh God, I couldn't. I couldn't live like. I think your 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 head is too like elongated. Long, for like what? I have a canoe head. <laughs> no, it's not. Like I'm trying to picture you bald right now while you were telling your story, and I'm just I just feel as though it's too elongated for baldness. Really, huh? You know yeah. what I did want to do for a while though is I wanted to shave my eyebrows off. Why? Yeah, when I was younger, I just I thought oh, I, would, I thought you meant yeah, like recently. Hell no, <laughs> no, you can't. No, listen, that you does you, it grow back? It doesn't grow back. Yeah, does it does. It? Yeah, yeah, does it really? You lose oh. the ability, the freedom to shave your eyebrows off as soon as you become a father. I, okay. I think anyway, you could, because you could do what some kids do, which is just shave in a line. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I would go like full. Like if you take your pinkies and uh-huh. raise your eyebrows up really, really high, and take your pinkies and push them up, that's sort of what you would look like. Yeah. Right. With no eyebrows. Yeah, it's totally, slightly creepy. No, totally normal. You should do it today. Do <laughs> <laughs> it when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I thought about that for a while, but you can't show up and pick your kid up for school with no eyebrows. Yeah, no. Like as a regular dad? Yeah. Nah. That, that, then you'd have to reach for like your girl's <sighs> mascara and start. Super weird. Draw them on? <laughs> Fill them in. Yeah. Oh, that's a man. I did that once when I went thing. drag. What? Which is weird. When you go drag, they take your, you cover up your eyebrows with makeup oh, yeah, and, and then, then draw you, them back on. Yes. Which I found confusing. I'm like, if I already have them, why put them back? No, because they don't want natural looking eyebrows. When you're in drag, nothing's natural. No, I, it was, you, you yeah. want to do away with anything that Yeah, you looks, want fabulous. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> Dallas uh, asks, what movie would you want to watch in virtual reality? None. Zero. You don't even like super HD stuff. Nope. Like 1080p is nah. like your magic max, right? Mike. That's, that's <laughs> magic Mike. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Oh wow! Yeah. Have you ever watched the movie in in VR? No. Where you like turn your head around and like you can look around no. like no. the world and stuff I like that. I haven't. I've watched just just straight up 3D. Yeah. I haven't watched any anything VR. Have you? Yeah. I mean, I've seen video games and stuff, but yeah. not like actual movies. Do they have Have VR I? movies? Um, no, no, not, no not, not like a true VR movie kind of thing, but like there's other things that you can watch on VR that were shot like a movie. Not much plot. Uh-huh. Usually come in like four or five minute chunks. Maybe you watch it alone exclusively. Oh. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I'm like, how long is it going to take before Marcus says something? <laughs> Maury okay. didn't jump in yet. Well, I was trying to, no, I was waiting for you to figure it out. I'm oh, not going to yeah. ruin Have the you fun. watched that in VR, Maury? Yeah, don't what? remember we showed Maury V. Remember yeah. that we had a VR helmet in here? Maury's like, what do you do with this? Oh, yeah. And then we put it in. But only it wasn't um, It wasn't gay. It was straight. <laughs> right? Remember Maury's reaction to being that immersed in that world? <laughs> goggles on the floor. I'm like, this is Horrified. Wrong. Horrified. I think he went to church after that. <laughs> Uh, oh, so can say, we all agree, Magic Mike? Um, no, no, you can agree. Uh, yeah, I'd watch I, something like Star Wars or like no Endgame. Yeah. Endgame, I would watch in VR. You would see. I couldn't. Yeah. I I don't like having the mask on my face. Right? No, like I, I don't no, mind it. I think somebody's gonna come in and put some in my ear. Like I just don't. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable at all. I like those with videos that. that you see of people doing the VR um, video games where uh, you're walking around and like you're on a platform high up in. the I have no. the air and you go push them over. No, I don't like any of oh, that. Oh, they stuff. do that. They have that. The, 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 what do you call it? The, um, down at, um, 
the video game place here where they have it where the Ghostbusters one where you walk out on the ledge. Oh yeah, I've done that. Like that. I've done that. Yeah, that's fun. The Void. The Void. Yeah, I've done that stuff, but it's not a movie though. Like, that's an immersive sort of yeah experience. That, that, yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, like when you're watching those other like when you're watching those other movies that we were just discussing, uh-huh. right? You are not a voyeur in those movies. You are a participant in those. So movies. if you look down, you see your. Not your no, but the what it's supposed yes, to the, be. So yours. the perspective, so the way it's filmed is one of the participants will put the camera, the VR camera, like on their forehead, uh-huh. and so it's them moving around, but you see their perspective. So if they look down, like if you look down, you see body. Yeah, right. So you're the you're you're not. Um, like you're not an you're not part of the audience. You're part of the scene. It's sure. immersive that right. way, right? Oh, so it's not. But it's not choose your own adventure. Act like, like you, you don't can, know more. Like no, no. But like, I'm get wondering. Get the like, VR goggles at home. Uh-huh. Like, can you get up and walk out of? The, you can't get up and walk out of the room in VR. No, Maury, because the guy would have to get up and walk out of the room. Okay, right. you're, you're not. It's you're, you're not teleporting. <laughs> you're not teleporting. You know. You, you know. you've used those at home, right? No, it's only here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. He's oh, gonna wow. now though. Yeah. <laughs> now he knows he can't get up and walk yeah. away. God, try try getting a VR headset into the house without Matthew finding it. <laughs> All I have to do is show him one five minute clip and he'll be hooked. No, Maury. Absolutely Hell no, not. absolutely not. If you like he would know exactly you don't think Matthew would find you don't think Matthew would think it was cheating if you're watching VR stuff? Not if he watched it first. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying. You know oh, what I'm saying? I think once you add like a three-dimensional to it, it's then cheating because right. it's way too realistic. Right. Yes. So it's called virtual reality. That's why it's, it's yes. It's All virtually right. real. Sophia uh, <laughs> says here, what's one dish or meal you love to eat but hate cooking because it's too many steps or uh, too many items or it takes forever? That's an interesting question. I would say something like, I love ribs. So much, mm-hmm. but to get like the perfect rack of ribs done, mm-hmm. that's a long process, mm-hmm. a lot of babysitting, and you're it's just a lot of wait time. And the payoff is like the payoff is fine, but mm. the payoff's just it's not enough, not at all. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not, it's just not a especially in my house because I'm the only one that eats them, yeah, right? So if I make ribs and do the full like 24 36 hour run making ribs, they're only for me. Yeah. Rox isn't really a huge fan, Catherine won't eat them, and they won't understand either. No, it's just, but then it's just all like I'm exhausted by the end of it, like I've just put so much work into it, and then I just sit down alone. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like eating, eating ribs. And I don't, I'm not the kind of guy, if you put 40 chicken wings in front of me, I would eat 40 chicken wings. Mm. But if you put a full rack of ribs in front of me, I yeah. maybe want like three or four pieces. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. I'd eat a full rack. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't normally, I don't normally, I could, but I always like something else with ribs. Like sure. to me, to me, ribs are a side. Mm-hmm. To me, oh, ribs wow. aren't the, the main, right? Like oh, no. I like something oh. else with a few ribs on the side. Yeah. Right. Like if I fried chicken with a few ribs on the side, Oh. I'm I'm good, but I don't want just ribs. I've never wanted just ribs. Mm. Like the Swiss chalet where you get the quarter chicken meal and the, the rack of ribs on the side. Yeah. So I will say quarter chicken fries and ribs. Yeah. I've had that before. It's weird because I know like Swiss chalet, Swiss chalet, but every restaurant I've in my experience makes them makes the ribs different. Like Do I've they had, really not different. I don't know if it's on purpose or whatever, but I've had like the ribs from one Swiss chalet and it's amazing. Yeah. And then I'll have the exact same meal 
from like a different location and they'll I'll get it and it's just like it's okay. That's but, not right. They're supposed to follow the same rules. Right? But like, I know that there's a difference between ordering back ribs and side ribs though. Mm. So are you always making sure you order either always back or always side? Always back ribs, yeah. Always back ribs. Uh-huh. Interesting that that, that yeah. you find them different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't have an explanation for that, but um but yeah, to me ribs are a side and yeah. I'm with you on that that it's a bit I would I would I would also say ribs. Yeah. for that question. Yeah, Maury. I have a question and then I'll answer this. Yes. When you say back ribs and what was the other one? Side ribs. Side ribs. Is it all from the same cage? No, it's the leg ribs are the side ribs. Leg right? ribs? Yeah. yeah. On a cow or a pig. Huh. The leg ribs are the, the side of the leg. Like the side ribs are the side of the leg. The right. back ribs are the, the sort of body ribs. Oh, you learn something new every day. Right. I assumed ribs were only where ribs would be. Yeah, but on humans, ribs only have one. On humans only have one set of ribs. Yeah, Animals. I didn't know that anything else had two sets of ribs. Yeah, but how do you Did think you that? Did you learn that in school? But, but no. you know, you ever seen it? You ever seen like a cow or a pig and how their thighs are all so much? They have these skinny little calves, but the thighs are huge. I just thought that was all right? meat. What's that? I just thought it was like meat. Well, it is meat, but it's ribs. Like that's what makes them huh. that way. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Don't look at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> are you an idiot for not knowing that, or are you an idiot for believing that? I'm an idiot now for believing that because you just made it up? Because <laughs> <laughs> you should see the image in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gross. Can you imagine? <laughs> so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Leg ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an answer for this question? Yeah, I have two. So first one is ramen. I absolutely love ramen. Right. Uh, but it's really hard to make ramen. Doesn't it take two seconds? Doesn't it take two seconds to make ramen? Well, either ramen noodles, then the egg and all that. Like, there's different things you can put in the ramen okay sure yeah so yeah, ramen yeah. okay and then pulled pork i once got an entire like um pig shoulder yeah put it in the slow cooker that's not where the shoulder is on a pig the pig shoulder is actually the butt that's what it's called see i just you can't believe you anymore well, no but okay if something has four legs how many shoulders does it have two because that's the butt cheeks are the down here also shoulders same joints same bones same everything no but that's pig, pig. butt no it's not it's not the butt is the underside okay the shoulder is the back the top. Okay. I assumed I got it from the upper shoulder. Okay. Because the other one is, no thank you. It's above the ribs in the back. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> go on. He's going to go home thinking animals are so I, messed I, up. I <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's like. Cold um, pork. That's my answer. No. It's like, have you ever had butt tongue? No. You probably have. You just don't know no, it. Cow- the tongue is in the mouth. You ever had tenderloin? Yes. That's butt tongue. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I can't be a part of this conversation anymore. Why I don't not? Know what to believe. Why not? What do you mean? What? The, like something comes out of its butt to taste no, things? It, well, no, nothing comes out of its butt. It's just in. It's just in. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't work like an actual tongue. Well, then but you the can't but say the tenderloin. Yeah. Okay. The tenderloin is the inside of the butt. Well, they Some, must call it something else. No, then. why they call it tenderloin and not butt tongue? <laughs> <laughs> it's called te- it's called imagine, tenderloin. Like, you could be eating grass from the front and eating grass from your butt tongue at the same time. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be eating; it would just be tasting. <laughs> you learn something new about animals every day, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. All right. Um, let's see here. Nadia says, I'm listening to an old podcast, number 121. Okay. And damn it, Maury doesn't think much of stealing, uh, just being dishonest. What's the difference, damn it, Maury? 
If you're at a self-checkout, for example, and charge yourself an onion instead of an avocado, that's stealing. You just stole an avocado and paid for an onion. Wouldn't you agree, Dammit Maury? So hold on. You paid for... You brought up an avocado to the self-checkout. Yeah. You put it on the scale. Yeah. You type in onion. Yeah. And then you put the avocado still, in your bag. So they still get money. But not as much as what you would have paid for the avocado. Did I type in the onion by mistake? No. Deliberate. So I purposely. So because you is, know that the onion is cheaper yeah, than the avocado. Yeah, but when I am avocado. walking away with things in the grocery store, that's not, I'm not purposely stealing something. No, but I think what she's saying, because I can't remember the conversation That's not from being that, dishonest if the cashier puts something in your bag mistakenly. But you've never deliberately not run something over the scanner at the self-checkout and put it in your bag? No, I might say that I used zero bags and used six bags. Right. I might, if I do the checkout. I might. Uh-huh. I have. <laughs> I ha- sure. And, and if the cashier <laughs> rings something through or it doesn't scan and she still puts in the bag. Right. Sure. But I've never purposely stolen Oh, because this something. is one we were talking about because you guys were saying at your grocery stores that they have like the detectors to find out if you're walking out of the store. Yes. yes. And my store doesn't. At all. At all. That's so Which weird. weird. At all. Yeah. No, I, now I remember that. Now I remember this conversation uh, because they were talking about in the UK how much dollars in product are go unpaid for every year just because of self-checkout and mm-hmm. how many people people will, you know, walk up with, because I guess it's different there. You can punch in what kind of meat you have. And instead of saying that you have butt tongue or, or tenderloin, tenderloin, um, you would say that you had like a pork chop or whatever it was. And then you punch in a different code and then you're paying for pork chop and not butt tongue, tenderloin. Right. And then you put that in your bag. So they were talking about, I have done Regular apples and uh, so I bought organic apples and typed in or, uh, regular apples. Right. And, you know, because organic is more expensive. I've done that. Right. right. So essentially you're stealing organic apples. No, I'm still apples. walking. Yeah, but I'm still walking out with apples. They still made money. It's not like I walked out. No, they're, lo- but they're, the losing, money. they're losing money on the organic apples, which cost more. Yeah, but apples to me, organic or not, they're all organic. They grow in the, I don't believe in that. <laughs> so why are you buying those ones then? If you yeah, don't believe. Sent so why, yeah, it's on so the why, list. Matthew wants organic apples. Yeah. But I'm like, now apples are say, apples. When you say you don't believe, you don't believe what? I don't believe that there's a difference between organic and not organic. Okay. You're such I think, a liar. I think everything's the same. No, because, you don't. you know, bananas grow on trees. Right. Organic or not, they're still a tree. Right. Okay. You said bananas with an eye, huh? Bananas. Yeah, bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what I believe in? Bananas with an eye. <laughs> bananas. That's like, uh, what else? what's the other thing? Oh, balcony with an E. <laughs> balcony. I like my banana on the balcony. <laughs> uh, Rayman46 asks uh, a question for you, Roz. And yeah. actually, I, I think the answer is going to be no or Quite quick. How does Roz cook salmon? Don't. Yeah. Easy. It's vile. Ooh, have you ever had boiled salmon? Oh, <laughs> that sounds so gross. When I was on a cleanse once, um, Ew. <laughs> boiled sounds... salmon was what you could have. Oh, Ew, God. but doesn't it like just become flaky and just like start separating in the water? No. Why would no. you ever boil salmon? And it's salmon? not blubbery. Like, and it's... How do you have it? What do you have it with? 
Like a side of like um, steamed potatoes. Boiled salmon. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yo, let me look Boiled this salmon. Boiled salmon you with like a little bit of lemon on top. So wait a second. You you boil a pot of water and you, and you throw drop your salmon like in. a salmon fillet yeah. or like a whole fish. No, a little salmon fillet. A salmon fillet. Not frozen because then you have a problem. Okay, so you throw the salmon fillet in the boiling water. How long do you leave it in the boiling water for? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. And then you scoop it out of the boiling you water? scoop it out, on, uh, out of the water, put it on your plate with your steamed potatoes. Steamed potatoes and boiled salmon. <laughs> okay. Wow, I get Maury's right. This is uh this is a thing. Yeah. Poached salmon. Oh, yeah. poached. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, bring to a boil, reduce to a simmer, cover, cook for eight minutes, season the salmon with salt and gently lower into simmering liquid. Mm-hmm. Reduce to a very gentle simmer. Cook and uh cover and cook until salmon is opaque throughout about oh, five minutes God. yeah i guess i poach salmon is a thing i guess yeah yeah yeah. but you don't finish it off in like a pan afterwards no, you just no. eat it, oh, just it out of the water. so gross you, I it out and you kind of like flick it or like you try and get the water off of it right so you sort of no but if you it out. if you do that though like a salmon is already a very tender fish anyway so i would figure that if you're boiling it and then as soon as you touch it, as soon as you take it out of the water, it's going to start to flake apart. It doesn't, though. Yeah. It doesn't. No. Oh, it's so weird. That's so weird. Now, pan frying for me is the way, the, is the way I cook fish. That's just... We cook, uh, now we cook a... our fish in the, in the oven at 450 for 35 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, can cook a, you can cook half a turkey in that time. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just pan fry it? Pan oh, Matthew fried, doesn't like that. Fish I'm not allowed best. to put anything pan fried because Matthew can't stand when it starts smelling up the place, and then when you come back in from outside, and your whole place smells like salmon. Oh, I yeah, like I see. cooked. I like walking in and smelling that cookie cooked smell. Yeah, he does not. That's so. like me. I fill my house full of smoke every single day when I'm cooking. Yeah. Full, full. I cook everything so hot. Right, full, and the fans going, and there's grease. Everything in my house is covered in grease from cooking. Like, really? like oh, we have to clean it. Like when we have, like when we do like a full clean, I have to clean the tops of the lights, the counters, wow. the floor, everything, because I cook with oil at a very high temperature. Everything, and ca- it's just slippery in there. Everything is lubed, is what it feels like, right? <laughs> and Catherine is always like, oh, God, hit the fan, open the window. She's always complaining until I put her plate in front of her. And then she's like, oh, my God, this is the greatest. Yeah. Right? So worth it. It's uh-huh. so worth it to me. Like, I would never cook a piece of fish in an oven or a pot of boiling water, <laughs> yeah, for God's so sake, so when, you can, when you can pan fry it. Yeah. Tony says here, uh, you're at work or a friend's house, okay. and you have to go to the bathroom. Yes. You got to do number two. Okay. You sit and feel that the seat is warm. Mm. Are you happy that it's warmed up for you or grossed out knowing someone just used it? Oh God, I, I would out. not number two at somebody else's house. You wouldn't? No. At all? No. Even if you had to go really, really bad? No. I mean, if I was sleeping over, uh-huh. yeah, like even when we fly out west and go to Catherine's family's place, yeah. I'm usually like day three before I'll go number two. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Why? Don't like it. Not, not comfortable. comfortable? No, oh, not comfortable. Wow. Don't not like your it. Toilet. It's not my toilet. I don't get to do my thing. I don't like going in and just doing my thing and then leaving. Like you know me, I like to spend some time. Right. Yeah. Even when we go to Catherine's, when we go to Catherine's parents' house, I rarely because they're on the West Coast. I rarely adjust to their time. I usually stay on East Coast time, meaning oh. I wake up super super early in the morning. Right. Yeah. And one of the reasons I do that is so I can get up and still get in toilet time while everybody else in the house is sleeping. So I could still like the last time we were there, I think like two Christmases ago, I still every morning woke up at like 4 a.m. their time. Uh Right. 
took my phone, watched a documentary on the toilet. Wow. <laughs> like made, went down, made a coffee, came back upstairs, um, went, went in the bathroom, closed the door, had a had like a full giant mug of coffee, watched like 45 minutes of a documentary. And oh, then, my and, God. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I'm good. And then you start hearing people wake up, yeah. right? Yeah, and then I'm like, hey, good morning. <laughs> but they don't know. They don't yeah. know that I've been and in there. And then they'll say, hey, you've been up long? You're like, no, I just no, woke up five minutes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I, I, could never, I don't go number two at other people's homes. Oh. It's rude. Uh, Dan Mori. Um, if I have to, I'll, I'll do that at my parents if I have to, right? But my grandmother has one of those soft seats. No, you can't use those. Those are filthy. Oh, God. And she, like when you sit down and it's warm and it makes that sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and sometimes we had one of those oh, growing up gross. and then sometimes it would rip, uh-huh. right? And then, uh, and then it pinches oh, you, worse. right? It cuts your butt. It gets your skin. Yeah. It gets your skin. I know, and and I it's know. all, and it's padding on the inside, right? I used to have one of those in my parents' like, place. No, 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 no. It's so um, gross. But we have I the will... 24 hour rule at our place. So Which is? if uh, we have a friend over and they use my bathroom because yes. it's the guest bathroom, yes. I will not <laughs> use that bathroom for like a good 24 hours afterwards because I just picture them in there. So what happens there. then if you have to go? You Matthew use... has to clean it and tell me that it's clean. No, no, no. Right. But if you have to go, are you allowed bedroom. to use the, the one that Matthew uses? Because when there's a guest over, he can't say anything. So I'll go into the guest right, bathroom, right? Right, right? But I can't use. Uh, my bathroom knowing somebody else did. Interesting. Um, if I really, really had to go. Yeah. But for the most part, I would hold it in. And if I really had to go and the seat was warm, whatever, it's a toilet. People use toilets. Yeah. It wouldn't bother me that it was already warm. Right. If Roxy jumps on the toilet after I've been in there, she always jumps on. It's like, whoo! <laughs> she so loves it. Woo, so hot. Yeah, she she loves it. We had one time um, when we after we did a renovation, they screwed up our pipes, right? Uh-huh. When they were doing the plumbing, and for about a week, my toilet had hot water. Oh no! <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My toilet had hot water, and it was costing us an absolute fortune. But I will say this: it was the greatest experience I've ever had going to the bathroom because you sat on that thing and yeah. everything was hot uh-huh. like it was so glorious it was, it was like water, a spa. like it heated up the thing i guess what's that the hot water in it's a porcelain bowl so the hot water yeah. heated the outside of the bowl and so when you oh, sat oh, and oh, also and also so comfy. yes and also when you sat on it right like if you the heat would come up from the water so it was almost like a vaporizer steamer that would <laughs> that would that would uh, that would come up and just like hit your butt what would right that do to poo oh first of all this it's a different level of smell yeah right <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because yes, right? Yeah, you can't spend, you can't have toilet time. No. <laughs> in a bathroom like that, if your no. toilet was like that, running on hot water. No, but for about a week, we had our toilet only had hot water in it, and it was glorious. Wow. Like, it was so good. Yeah. It's next level warm. Oh, it's super bougie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll end on this one from Tom. When is the appropriate time to throw away your holiday cards that you received, or do you keep them forever? Mm. Uh, I mean, normally when the tree comes down, I would say. Same. Right. We keep ours up. Uh, we have them like on a table or yeah. uh, where the fireplace is yeah. uh, until it's time to take but the tree then, down. But then what do you do with them? Do you do you pack them up and store them for next year so you can display them again the following year? Or do you, no, do you we just recycle them? them. Yeah. Yeah. Most, it depends on on who they're from. Like there's some like really nice ones that I'll, I'll keep because I think that they're just right. like really sweet. Yeah. But for the most part, they just go in the recycling. Mm. I keep, I've, I have all cards from every year. Yeah. I have a big bin and I put them in there. I've never gotten rid of a card. But why do you keep them? 
Um, I like looking back at them sometimes. Like I have cards from my first birthday, second birthday, and so on. But like, what about a Are card? You yawning? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bored. Yeah, I'm so bored. <laughs> so bored listening to more talk about his, his Christmas card collection. I'm like, anything worse than telling yeah. a story to somebody and they start yawning? As soon as, as, soon as Maury like, was like, I sometimes like to go back and read the birthday cards I got when I was one. I was like, there was just no holding it in anymore. I, had to, I was just like, I'm so bored right now. I didn't I'm ask so, the question. I'm know, only answering I know, it. but we at least have to try and do our best to make the answers exciting for the people, Maury. Um, okay, yeah. so go back and read cards from when you were oh, a year old. Yeah. Where's this bin? In the condo or you have it in the storage? No, the, no, no, the bin's in the condo. It's on top of my uh, toolkit with my <laughs> movie collection. Great. Uh -huh. Fascinating. Does Matthew keep his cards? No. All right. God forbid. That's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Find us on Instagram at kiss925. That is where we post Ask Raz and Mocha. Uh, that's where we get these questions from, and we always love talking to you. We'll get one well, of you to join us. I even kept all the kissograms I got when I went to overnight camp. <laughs> what? We used what, to do about, what about like Valentine's um, cards that you got when you were in grade school? Did I you have keep Valentine's those? Day cards even from exes that I still have. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Why would you keep those? Because it's like, well, I can't get rid of those. It's a greeting card. It's part of my past. It's one of the few times you've somebody's actually said that they loved you, right? No, I just, that, that was not written in there. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's harsh. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com or download the KISS92.5 app.